This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Tuesday, Brigade. What is up? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book presented by the Betfred Sportsbook. I'm Matt Peralt. I have a hat on that's somewhat reasonable. That's Dave Sherpin. I have no idea what the hell that hat is that Dave is wearing. We are five days from Christmas. Yeah. Where in the world of Dr. Seuss did you find that lid? I have no idea. I honestly don't know. My wife found it. Michigan Sig's unbelievable. Um, she's the best. We wore it. Um I can't remember last time we wore it. It's a little bit heavy on my head. So if I'm, I'm trying to keep the shot, <laughs> it's I, heavy. If you see me waver. Yeah. yeah you got to like make this thing heavy. So it stands up trying to get it all in a the shot. There you see how high it is. It's a big up, big up on my head. Yeah. Holiday season. We wear hats. People been wearing them noggin hats. You know, some people been trying to do that. I think I was wearing them hats before they made them, but noggin hats, if you want to reach out, I'd like to find you. We're going to find you. We're going to make some. Can you imagine a noggin hat that says BVB with the logo oh, on it? It's tremendous. I mean, yeah, I think we're going to go that route with them. We're going to but be yeah. in Arizona coming up here in what? In, in a couple of weeks. So let's go, boys mm-hmm. in Phoenix. Um, Sleep at the wheel. Yeah, we might we might be there sooner. I'm I, I, trying to figure out some stuff. Oh. Mate, you may just be like, hey. Who's driving? One of those situations. <laughs> All right, I'm down. Let's go. I got the car, so let's go. That's what I'm saying. You got not, the car. Not, not my gas, not my insurance. Let's take, go. When I have to take a Xanax when I go sit in the passenger seat with you driving, but that's okay. Well, and the Z, it, the, the Z I just got rid of, that thing was, woo boy. That was fun. I, I got Madeline to experience what a fishtail feels like. It was fun. <laughs> I came around. You know, people, you know, a lot of people watch this show. I mean, I don't oh, yeah. think it should be telling people about you doing a fish tails. It was no big deal. Hey, I got a 500 horsepower Z with unbelievable oomph in the back. And I just, <laughs> I wanted to see what it could do. And I was like, Madeline, let's see what this thing can do. <laughs> came came around a curve and went zoo, zoo, zoo. And she was like, what was that? And I was like, that's called a fish tail. See what the Z can do. Oh, yellow Z, man. That thing was fun. Canary yellow, banana yellow, whatever you want to call that thing. That 2023 Z Nissan gave me for four days was a fun drive. To go to the game in that thing, they knew we were coming. You could see that thing from a mile off. Is it loud? Yeah, no, which is why I like it. I don't like Corvettes. I'm like so loud. Corvettes are the loud are so loud. Do you know the average age like, over under? I'm going to give you a number. You tell me over or under the average age of a buyer of a Corvette at 55. Good number. 55. Mm-hmm. That's a good number. I, I would, I mean, the way you said it, I would, I would want to play over. Yeah. 
I'll say it's over. Just a oh. little bit over. It's like 58, 59 years of age. Wow. The average buyer of, of a Corvette is a midlife crisis. Oh no, I need I need a toy purchaser. You ever drive one? Oh yeah, multiple times. I was there. They Corvette brought me out for their anniversary. I think it was their 50th year anniversary. I have a coin. I have a commemorative coin that like if you're a Corvette collector, you want that coin. Like it's really they made like oh. 2000 of them. And it's a really heavy thick cor- Corvette coin. Okay. For, and they came out with the new mid-engine Corvette when they launched the 50th anniversary. It's like a rocket ship. The engine to the middle of the car versus the back of the car or the front of the car. And it's like a rocket ship. It's really fun to drive, but it's so loud. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's I like don't literally like right next to you. The engine's like right next to you. And it's it like you can't have a conversation with somebody when you're, when you're driving. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm getting older. Bro. I just, I want to sit in a car and I don't want to hear nothing but the people in the car or the music. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear nothing. Amen. Yeah. I, some people say they buy cars based on cup holders. I buy cars based upon sound systems, engine speed, and well, quiet. <laughs> I like, I like quiet too. So quiet electric cars for me, I don't have one, but they're made for me. They're perfect. Fast, oh, I've quick, driven in quiet. one recently. A uh, neighbor had one, took me for a ride and around the block and stuff. And it's so weird just letting the car drive itself. Like it's. Oh, he has a, a Tesla? Yeah, I took a ride in it. That's phenomenal. It was awesome. Would you, would you get into a taxi in Vegas, which you can do right now? Would you get into a taxi that would take you on the strip from like Bellagio to Resorts World? Without a driver? Uh huh. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's coming. I don't know. Cause like, I mean, I drive down there all the time. I used to drive down there every day for work and stuff. Like people it's a mile drive to one mile ride from Bellagio down to resorts world. Right now, a human being has to be in the front seat soon. That human being is going to be out. It's going to be driving it by itself. Nobody in the passenger seat, nobody in the driver's seat. You get in the back of the car and it takes you on the drive. I'd have to ride like with the kids or something. Like, with the trust, kids. Like, I don't know if I'd trust it with the kids personally. Well, I mean, they, I, they, me, I mean, maybe, but having them like just say it's okay a lot of right. times to do stuff is helping. Like, of course, you know, and I don't know if I could do, uh, I don't know. Would you get one? Not yet. Uh-oh. I don't think so. Not yet. Not in Vegas either, because I know the crazy drivers that we have here. So, but it's yeah, like I, mean, I right, could take one from here to the grocery store by the house. Like I'd feel a little more comfortable because there's only you know two lanes and there ain't yep. that much traffic. Like I don't want to be zipping in and out. I mean, I was just down there on Sunday, almost got hit myself, just standing still. In our lifetime, in you and me's lifetime, we both have about 50 years left on the planet. Let's hope so. Cabs will not be a thing with humans driving them anymore. Oh. I don't know if our kids are going to drive cars. They might. I think that they'll always be the option of driving a vehicle. I think we'll always have an, a a button like in that that Stallone movie. I think it was called Judge Dread, where Demolition Man too, or the, or the Demolition Man, Demolition. where they have the option of driving or not driving. Like, do you want to drive? And the steering right. wheel comes yeah. up, and you drive. That's going to be a thing that we're going to have an option to whether just have the thing drive by itself. Or you drive it. I think there'll always be that personality that wants the control over driving. But for Uber, Lyft, ride shares, we're not going to have human beings driving those things very soon. 
We're going to be getting in. We're going to call it on our app. So a car is going to pull up and there's going to be no one in the darn car. It's going to be empty and we're going to get in it. I'll go to sleep. Even for 15 minutes, I'll just wake well, that's, up. Boom, you're a trusting you're person. I'm not sure I can fall asleep. I don't know if I want to be awake for it. I, I used to get on the bus at Penn State when I would come home from school. And a guy would be, I swear to God, he was so like caffeined up or whatever. Yeah. He'd rip my ticket. His hands were shaking. And, you know. You sure that was, was caffeine? Yeah. And I was, well, I don't know what it was. but it I, might have been I, something I was, else. I was like, man, this guy, like. I said, you good? Yeah. Like we're, we're he said, yeah, we'll be home in two and a half hours. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay, get on a bus, put on my headphones. What's the, what's like, the, so you went from Penn state to Pittsburgh on the bus. Yeah. What's the bus station like in Pittsburgh? <laughs> like a lot of bus stations. Okay. <laughs> Cause the bus station in, in Boston where I used to take it from Massachusetts. So Peter Pan buses would took from Amherst to to, to, to Boston or Amherst to New York, one or the other. I would take them both. Oh. I mean, you want to talk about getting out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> you get your stuff and you run. <laughs> like, don't don't talk to anybody. Just go. Get out of there as quickly as you possibly can get out of there. This is you the don't thing, know what's happening. Right? Like we got daughters. Oh and, no. You know, like would you put your daughter on a bus from school to come home and stuff? Like I think about that stuff all the time because I mean, I was riding a city bus by myself when I was like 10. You know, my my parents just put me on, told me, go up to the bus stop. You take a bus down and see your dad and you go to you go to a store. I, mean, I was a latchkey kid. I, I came home by myself all the time. I walked home, let myself in. Yeah. See, I was not, I was nine, 10 years old. I was by myself all the time with my brother. It was me. I like raised my brother a lot of ways. So my mom was either at school or working. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, the stuff that I, at 15, I told the story at 15, I used to skip school and get on, get on the train and go to Boston and be around the city by myself. This, Madeline this, in seven years. This message is only by Matt Peralta, not the views I'm not, saying, you know, I'm not recommending University doing it. Book. Okay. Yes. But yes, I would do this. Please. I would be a sophomore in high school and oh. I would, I would get dropped off or I would drive my car or I'd, you know, get to school. And then the walk from Andover high school to the, to the uh, train line was uh, a quarter of a mile. And I just walked down the hill and I'd buy a ticket. It it was $6 round trip to be right in a North station in Boston from North station. You got on the T got on the, on the red line, red line to Cambridge mass, go to Cambridge and I'd walk around and spend the day in Harvard square. That's what I would do. I would shop for CDs and I would go run around oh, and shop for CDs was always a big thing. That was my CDs thing. That was what affordable. I did all the time. CDs it was were going, affordable. It was a big oh. deal to find a good CD that maybe you hadn't found yet. And in the, as I, I told you this before in the roundabout way. Now I go shopping for vinyls. So I go to downtown Vegas. I go to the antique stores and I go shopping for 1970s vinyl records that are being sold at the antique shops. I never this change. Is, I'm the same person that I was when I was 15. This is this is amazing. Like it's so fun. Kendall, if you're watching the show, that's a good idea to tell Mama what we should get a vinyl record player, and we should set up a record player upstairs because it's the sound acoustics is better because we got the hardwood floors and stuff downstairs. It'll be too loud. Um, it's a great idea. Oh, it's although Kendall, if you're watching the show, and I know you are, and Kelsey might be too, don't do what Peralt just said he did <laughs> at 15. Yeah, don't do that. If okay. I find you, oh my gosh! Well, you can't hear. Luckily, there's no train. We're gonna go drive to L.A. Like it doesn't work. No, you can't get back you in take time. The, just take it. Take the bus down to the strip. That's why I always try to take him everywhere. 
Like, right. so they're conditioned to it. You can spot Amen. danger when it might be danger. You're always aware. My kids are really street smart, man. That's we've taken good. them. We've taken them all over from Pittsburgh to Florida to to L.A. all the time. Like, so I always say that. But like hearing you tell me that at 15, I think they're at school. <laughs> Oh. But again, I mean, my mom got married when she was eight, 18 years old. I was, you know, I, I was very young. I was asked to do a lot from very young age. So I was an old 15 and I was very independent. I could do a lot of things on my own and nobody was watching me. Nobody was like paying attention. The only time my mom knew I missed school is when the school would call and be like, um, your son has missed 10 days in the last two months. And she would go, she would go, he missed how many days in the last two months? And he's like, he missed 10 days of school. Uh, um, oh. and then they come to me, the guidance counselor. I remember, I, I, I still remember this to my day. I got tapped on the shoulder my senior year. It was, I think it was like February of my senior year. I got tapped on the shoulder on homeroom and the guidance counselor said, come with me. I was like, okay, sat down and she listed, she had, had a calendar with all my days missed in my senior oh. year. And she goes, do you know that you missed two more days of school? You're not graduating. She's like, it's February. It's like, you better be here every day for the rest of the year. So I used those two days well, and I graduated with the right number on that. I think I missed 35 days of school in my senior year of high school. <laughs> Just didn't go to school. I didn't miss 30 days of school. That's awesome. We're in, so polar opposites from on that. kindergarten wow. college. I, I was, I missed probably. I don't know. In all of high school, maybe a day or two days. Oh, my. I didn't even. I went to school on senior cut day. I was. What, just, what did your brothers think about this? I'm the oldest of five. Okay, so which one was? Which brother was the one that didn't go to school? Because I know there's one in your family. That brother like, Doug. Okay, <laughs> there brother had to Doug. have been one brother that was like, "Yeah, Dave doing this. I'm doing the opposite." Brother I'm not Doug going. did everything he wanted to do, <laughs> and the brother Doug had it figured out. Brother Doug had a fake ID at. 16, like brother Doug, oh. brother, brother Doug was very, very smart. Very, very 16. Smart. How tall was he at 16? Uh, could he pass? He probably is now. No, he was. He, could he pull it, it off? Was, I don't know how he got it, but like, was it like bad? Like, did he, did he look like him? Like, could it? Or was oh, it like it was a, no, it might have been me. Oh, <laughs> on the right. damn thing. That's I don't great. know. I, I was like, you got a what? Yeah, we sold fake IDs at UMass. at UMass. We made them. We we made we we, we made we made New York. We we made New York statute fake IDs. limitations on this shit. <laughs> oh, way old. This is twenty five years. This is twenty years ago. But it was back when New York. If you're a New Yorker, you know this. New York used to have paper licenses. They were really easy to fake. So all, all, all you had paper licenses. So all you would need from a New York perspective is you'd have the laminate. And if you had the right laminate, which had the New York hologram on it, if you had it, all you need was like a really high tech printer. And you could make these if you had a passport photo. So we would tell everybody, all our friends at UMass, we'd say, hey, go to CVS, get a passport photo, come back. And we go. We had a whole operation in our in our apartment where we made New York fake IDs because half our school is from New York. Okay. So like it all worked. When you go to the bars, like all you had to do is show them that it was something. Like just give them some piece of paper that stated that you were from New York and you were twenty one. Oh. They're like, go ahead. If you were a woman, you're a girl. They didn't even look. They were just like, yep, yep, 
Yep. <laughs> they didn't even care. Guys got the flashlight scrutiny and they kind of like looked at you and looked at the flashlight. And as long as you didn't run or you didn't panic, they let you in. It was all about like you had to firmly believe. Like my friend Seth used to like give people pep talks. He'd be like, you're 21. You're 21. Tell yourself in your head, you're 21. <laughs> so you'd walk, you'd walk in. And then they'd go. And then we'd get in. So it's so true. I mean, today I you can't, can't do believe. it though, because now they, no. they don't even worry about it. They take the ID and they put it into the scanner. It's hard to get into bars oh, now. Okay. It's, it's very tough now. I mean, and it's it's probably for the better of it. Fair. I never tried once. I never, never, tried, never once tried At Penn to get State? anywhere where I was supposed to go. No, never once needed to. Wow. I, I was wherever I was was the party. I didn't need to try to go to somewhere where it wasn't twenty one. Like, I, if I wasn't 21, I wasn't supposed to be there. I just I'd never even tried. Madeline's so like you. It's so funny. So many. They announced at, at the pep rally we were at, it was a, at the middle bar at Mandalay Bay called Rhythm Rhymes. I never knew what it was called, but it's yeah. this middle bar in Mandalay yeah. Bay. And Fitzy got on the mic and was like, hey, they're telling me that if you're not 21, you can't be here. And Madeline, like, froze and looked at me, and she was like, just Pure panic set in. Go like, Daddy, right. I can't be here. Daddy, I can't be here. I'm like, Madeline, right. you're with me. You're fine. She right. just, she's like, I want to go. Right. I want to go. <laughs> she did not like. She does not like breaking the rules. She's very much against breaking the rules. So yeah, I I was Unlike I was dad. never. It never even occurred to me to try because I was afraid wow. that my mother would kill me. She would kill me dead. So I was like, I, I'm, even I if never, at, at never college, even in college. Wow. Even in college. Yeah. How about that? That's that's yeah. something else. Well, that was a fun conversation. Um, yeah, but, but get the vinyl. The vinyl thing has been like a. It's it was my divorce present to myself. I got a whole vinyl set up. It's I absolutely love it, and it's really fun because every artist comes out. Like I got Taylor Swift stuff from Madeline on vinyl, so you can get current artists. But then I've gone and found like really old Ray Charles, really old Neil Young, right? Um, just like 1970s that we antique stores in Vegas. I'm sounding like a 75 year old woman right now, but <laughs> antique stores in Vegas is awesome. I love, I've found antiquing. Like I've actually like really gotten into it in the last couple of months. Antiquing going, with old music is great. Antiquing. Yeah. If I start to see you with these little knickknacks and all this other <laughs> no. crap around, but I got stuff on the walls. Then we're going to have a, have this I got a, a record player thing that I refinished myself. I re-sanded it and restained it myself got it for 50 bucks. I would have paid like 300 for it. It was right. awesome. I found it. I was right. like, I want that. And like, how much is that? It was like 50 bucks. I was like, Take give it, it to me. <laughs> like right now. It's like 50 <laughs> bucks. Took it home, refinished. It looks awesome. Fits the room decor perfectly. And it's, yeah, I, it, right now my record player, my record player setup is my, is my prized possessions. Cause the new speakers that if you get Bluetooth speakers, you can also hook up to your phone. So it's not just like the stereo is not just tied to the turntable. You can go through your, your phone. So you can listen to everything, also records as well, but you listen to everything. You can just change the input on the speakers. So like if you have Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, you can still listen to your current stuff on the setup without a tuner. You don't need a tuner. The speaker is just directly right to your phone. So it was... It's worth it. It's, it's yeah, a whole. We used setup. to have when when Mama went to work. We used to have dance parties with the girls with the tuner and the speakers. Oh, uh, the video. Was the Do you tape any of those? Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, gonna be great in twenty years. Yeah, for the movies. Oh yeah, it's gonna be phenomenal yeah. to show them yeah. at their wedding. Go ahead and play the. <laughs> oh, we had a that. mic stand. They would come up and do the mic wow. and then they would do the dancing and all the other stuff. Oh, it was awesome. 
Yeah, that's really it was that's great. that's phenomenal. Yeah. All right, let's get to last night. Uh, freezing cool. cold at Lambeau Field. Packers make a little bit of a statement with a win last night. Yeah. They cover easily. Can the Packers make the playoffs in your mind? Can they run the table here? At Miami. At Miami, home for Minnesota, home for Detroit. They gotta run the play. They gotta run the table and get help. They can win all three of those games. At Miami. Can they win at Miami? Well, I mean, they can. Will they? I don't know. But they're not making the playoffs. No. They win all three and they need help. Yes. Like what they might get it though. They might get it. Yeah. I mean, they can I mean playoff scenario thing now. I mean, you know, we're already close to the clinching uh, of of playoff spots, which is always a fun time of the year. We're talking about who's gonna clinch. Um, for the NL or the NFC, only really the Eagles and Giants, the Vikings, Niners, Cowboys, and Eagles have clinched. They're all in. Vikings, Niners, Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles. Eagles. Have all have all clinched playoff spots. So now so those are all division winners. Yeah. Except for the Cowboys. So we're right. But so Green Bay has to win, but has to make the wild card, obviously. Mm-hmm. Who do they have to? I mean, they got to beat six teams, right? They got to jump right. ahead. So, of so they so they've got to get oh. a hold of, you know, at they're currently six and eight. So if they're looking for a, you know, they're two games back in the loss column to Washington. At seven, six, and one, that one tie is really going to benefit the Commanders. Correct. You could, could get into the playoffs again, thanks, thanks to that tie. Seattle seven and seven. They have a head-to-head with Detroit, so they beat Detroit. If they end up nine and eight, they got an outside shot. The Commanders need to lose. They're one, three, and one in the division. They're four, five, and one in the conference, and the Commanders have the Niners on the road, the Browns at home, and the Cowboys at home. For the last three games, so they're going to need it's the command. Possible. Could, I mean, do you? Would you bet it? What's the What's the number right now? I wouldn't bet it. No, because I don't think they beat Miami on the road. Miami needs it. So I don't. I don't think we're going to see a Dolphin loss at home to the Packers next week. I think their their run ends next week. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's Christmas. It's. I mean, the Dolphins need it. They need it more than. I mean, they can't lose. They got three teams chopping right behind them and the Patriots and the Jets, and they're going to play the Patriots head up, head straight up, heads ahead. So I think Miami wins, and I think that ends it. I would not bet it, no. <laughs> I just got a text from my sister, Dina, who's brother Smoke, my, my, my brother-in-law Smoke, who I call Brother Smoke, is watching the show live at work right now. He was the one that sat next to me in Curacao back nice. in the day. So he gets the business and he he knows some shit, if you know what I'm talking about. But um, he said to say hello. He the said hat. the Packers are making the playoffs. Are not? Yeah, I, I think he's right. I, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I, I think even Rodgers kind of knew it when he was asked that question last night. He kind of saw it like a little in his eye like, yeah. It's a, it's a long shot to make the playoffs, but he goes, I love competing and we'll, and we'll see what happens. The interesting thing that happened last night during the game. And this is why I hate Amazon because Amazon doesn't have the right crowd, Mike, because if, if they did, we would hear a lot more from a crowd reaction standpoint. 
Did you hear the audible groan from the Packer fans at the one yard line when they did not punch that touchdown in? Of course. There was an audible. This is a this is a state that's not legal. Okay, you cannot bet legally in Wisconsin yet. Yeah. And Green Bay is not anywhere near many uh, Illinois or Iowa. You can't bet yet in Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota's not legal yet. No, Minnesota's not legal. So, so, so just like you're far, Iowa. you're a far drive. Iowa and Illinois are the Illinois. adjacent states. So you have to drive right. a far way to get to a legal state. Yeah. So this is <laughs> an audible groan from Packer fans when it's 39 and a half from a total. We're sitting at 36. They won it they over. Tried, they tried to score touchdowns on two different plays. And I mean, I don't know what Watson was doing on that quick little toss out. Rogers wanted that touchdown. I don't know. Aaron was trying to score. He wanted to put one in for whatever reason. He wanted to score a touchdown. And then Jones gets tackled at the one. Yeah. Well, why would Rogers want the over? Probably some people like (laughs) just rooting for the people. A lot of people bet the over. Maybe Pat had a boost on it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe there was an over boost that, you know, who knows? They wanted to score. I That's laughed all. my ass off when they came out in the victory formation and you, you heard the audible. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> there was so angry. There was so much anger. I was sweating the whole thing. I had 45 and a half and I thought I was in trouble. I mean, at 24, 12, I was thinking, whoa. And to the guy who bet $150 to win 18,000 on the final score being 24, 13. And that missed extra point blew that bet, <laughs> sir. Um, I th- th- that has to be one of the worst. I mean, that's just got to be one of those moments where you go, "You've got to be kidding me!" A missed extra point costs you eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Ouch! Just want to welcome my man Les into the into the uh, into the chat as well. He, Everyone's he talking about he Dave's hat. I don't think it's that great. Oh my! Look at Did that! You, I don't, you I don't, got I don't think one. That's that great. <laughs> where did you find the nugget is this becoming a thing are people like now doing this well it took a few minutes to figure out how to wear my headphones with this thing <laughs> that is tremendous is it what? a noggin hat or is it a knockoff no it's a noggin yeah noggin. wow hey, i got oh, a boy the, the event this weekend at this thing right 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 the, the one vegas event nice. this weekend that they did for the for the bowl game we were at, at, at allegiant team, so we got free hats it's fantastic. Wow, that is unbelievable. Those it. guys, do you think they can trademark that? Like, did, did can they get a get a how do you protect that from being everyone knocking you off? The giant they, hat? I don't know. Yeah, because the noggin hat, I mean, if, 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 if it becomes a thing, Tank, you know, I mean correct. Then, if it was on Shark Tank and, and Mark Cuban bought into it, wearing it on their their Marining cast, and then it, it just exploded. Well, no, Brian Robinson was the one that really made it mainstream. When Brian Robinson wore it for the post-game press conference after the because his friend's an investor in it, he wore it after a, a commander's victory. And like it went viral. Like everybody was like, yeah. What the hell are you wearing, Brian Robinson? And then it became like more and more people started talking about it. And then like Doug Kazarian started wearing it. You're wearing it. Like, don't you think people are going to get mad? Like if you're at a sporting event and the guy in front of you is wearing this thing. I don't know if you can at a sporting event. That's brutal. You can't see shit. You already can't see like with the, you know, the big haired lady or whatever. Right. Right. Then you got a guy wearing this thing. Come on. I don't know. What's even worse. They are pretty. Is when you go to a game and you sit behind, you sit behind like brother Dan. My brother Dan got a size eight 
nugget. There's no hat. <laughs> just there. You can't ask him to take it off. You can't ask him to move. It's just a big head. That was, that was, was a, a funny, la- like, there was a, a lady two doors two two people over at the at the Knights game, and I leaned over to the kids and said, "Imagine sitting behind her. She had that big hair. It's like no. you can't even ask her to take her hair down. Like that's the way she came to the game. We can get your brother take one. He's gonna look down. normal on him, bro." Right, right. <laughs> it'll fit. It'll fit. It'll look normal, brother. I don't know. I, I think it's it's a really wild, crazy thing that I thought it would never take off. I saw it on Shark Tank. I was like, "Give me a break! No one's actually going to wear one of those yeah. things." And now, I mean, it's it's becoming like the Dougie or become the flossing dance or something. Now kids are all wanting it. It's the kids want it. I mean, the kids want it. Then it'll run, and then yep. I don't know how long it'll stay. Because I mean. It comes in, a lot of stuff comes yeah. in, it comes out pretty quick. But, too. but make your money while you, I mean, like the customization oh, yeah. option is huge. It's for awesome. Them. It's awesome. And like, yeah. I just wonder, like, if New Era or if a 47 brand or something like that, if they see it and it starts to get popular, like, there's no stopping them from making it. Now they got to recreate. I'm sure there's a whole different production level in line you got to have to make a piece of a hat of that size versus one of these. Right. But I mean, I think it could become something. It's definitely, I mean, that looks great. And then your logo, I mean, I'm with you. The BVB logo on that thing would look so cool. Right. Could you wear your hat at a sporting event or would someone want to hit you? Oh, I couldn't. I wouldn't wear this. This is too big. You couldn't. I mean, this would might affect two rows behind me. Right. This is this is high. This is this is way. Like, this is you know, way man. High. Come on, dude. I, I I still I'll say this. If you're coming to Vegas to go to a Raider game or to an event at Allegiant Stadium. Their seats are unbelievable. Like the way they've staggered their seats, one, not a bad seat in the house, but right. two, there's nobody, there's no, like no one's in, like, they're basically like down really far below you. So you don't have to worry about anybody really blocking your view. It's got to be a really big dude to block your view. Oh, the sight lines from up from, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, even all the way down, um, you know, we're very impressed with Legion stadium with it's what they've great. done. It's a really it's, cool. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a fun experience. Because when I was taking pictures with Madeline at the game, people were sending me messages on Twitter saying like, okay, that's a much better look of what the stadium is because on TV, you don't really get the full. No. Like SoFi on TV, I feel like they do a lot more of the of the like area shots New around shots, SoFi yeah. with yeah. the waterfall and mm-hmm. like, you know, the the um, it's open air on either side. So they mm-hmm. really show the open air and they don't show the ceiling enough. Mm-hmm. The translucent ceiling at Allegiant is really neat. Now, I've not gone to a game at night yet, so I've only gone to a day game. I mean, you've gone to a night game there. Yep. Is it weird at night? Because you said the lights are really bright. The lights are super bright. Like when, when you're watching a game down, it's great. But when you look up to follow the ball on a punt or something, yeah. it's it's blinding. And then, you know, I specific I told the kids, I'm like, I got to pull my hat down a little low to keep those bright lights from – um you know, just kind of overwhelming everything. It's it's really, really bright, but mm. it's a great place to watch a game. It really is. All right. So in your experience, and I know kind of the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Mm-hmm. Limits on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are often low for the NFL. Saturday games being played on Saturday moves everything up by a day, right? When it comes to limits. Yeah. Sometimes, um, Sometimes some books will open it on Tuesday, but usually Saturday for when is Wednesday. So Wednesday open it up. Yeah. So on Monday, we talked about this yesterday. I saw the weather report. I went and just perused it and saw what was going on because yep. it's December. And I yep. saw the fact that it's going to be awful around the country. If you're playing football in the Midwest, 
good luck. Outdoors <laughs> is going to be absolutely horrific. Terrible. So I saw the Saints who don't score anyway, and the Saints yeah. have a good defense. And I was like, 34 and a half, I'm betting the under. Yeah. The number has crashed. Okay. Now it's down to 31 and a half at certain yeah. books. Three points of CLV already here on Tuesday from Monday. But someone Does on the Discord channel. you nervous? I, not really, because okay. I can come back and bet the over if I need to. So, Correct. You know, so if it keeps on going down, I'm going to bet the I'm going to bet the over and just try to middle it. But this person on, on our Discord channel said, "Imagine betting on a on on weather six days before the game. When is it too early? Because I don't think it is. It ever is too early if you think you know what direction the number is going to go to jump on a total when you can." As long as you're good with betting it back the other way, it's never too early. I mean, if you bet under 34 and a half and over 31 and a half, I mean, I think this thing's not wrong. I don't think you think we're at the basement. I don't think we're at the basement yet. Yeah, I don't think it's going below 31. No, no. Ooh, okay. I can't remember no NFL games being below this. I can't remember it being this low. Somebody in the chat tried to find what the lowest total was. I, I thought before this, it was 32 and a half. I honestly like, you know, but you had to move this quickly to stop the waterfall of bets. I get it. Um, I mean, it's great getting a great number. They still got to win. Of course. And go under, which is never going to be fun in an NFL game. It's going to be a sweat. I'm not saying, but again, if I can get 31 and I got 34 and a half, 31 and try to middle it, it's, I got a no sweat middle. You know, I can just go ahead and watch the game and see what happens. And, you know, hopefully the game lands 32 and I and we'll hit both and it'll be phenomenal. But these are the current feels like temperatures, meaning wind chill when you're outside. Bills <laughs> at Bears, negative 11. Seahawks <laughs> at Chiefs, negative six. Saints at Browns, negative nine. Ooh. Texans at Titans, five. Falcons at Ravens, seven. Raiders at Steelers, oh. four. God. Let me highlight something. Raiders, dome team. Falcons, dome team. Saints, dome team. Yeah. You got three dome teams on the road with negative four, seven, and negative nine temperatures. I, I mean, how's that feel? Like, I'm a, if you feel like you want, you want to, you want to be on those teams? No, <laughs> no, no, no. You saw the Rams last night. I'm not saying the game went under because of the weather. You just saw the Rams and how uncomfortable they looked. While they're playing, they're just not accustomed to playing in that type of temperature. When you're hitting somebody, you go inside to halftime. I've often, I wonder why teams don't like shut the heat off at halftime. Cause you go inside at halftime, you get all nice and warm and then you come back out to that brutal cold to heat off. Well, I mean, like, think about it because you warm up and you get, you're tired. You play the first half, you get warm. And then it's like, Oh, by the way, go back out there and do it again. Go freeze yourself again out there. It's hard. I always found that when I was playing sports, I always found the second half to be way worse than the cold in the first half. Oh, first half, man. first half wasn't bad because I was warm. I spent the whole like beginning hour warming up. So I was playing in the cold, warming up in the cold. Then I went and played and then I cooled down, went in the warmth, went into the locker room when it was warm. Right. And I came back out and I was like, oh, I got to do this all over again. It's just, it right. sucks. I hate the second half. So I was wondering why I've never heard of a team saying that, like, keep the locker room cold, like keep the guys in the temperature. So they're used to it. I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. I know. I, I just, um, I used to like take the kids, like we would go play in a tournament up in Utah 
Mm -hmm. from here. And it's bitter cold, like cold. And I'd make us get out and practice in it earlier than usual. And they're like, Good. Coach Dave, what are we doing? You guys are not used to this cold. You have to somehow get your body used to this cold. We try to do it at home when it's cold in practice. But when you show up at the field for the morning game and it's, you know, 29, oh, and there's the, the, I mean, they got to worry about the grass is like frozen That's awesome. or whatever. Stupid. It's just ridiculous. So, I mean, I don't know. I've seen these totals go over, too. It's a, it's so hard. I mean, I just talked to my buddy Moses the Barber mm -hmm. in, in Pittsburgh this morning. He's got to work on Saturday. All right? It's bad enough it's Christmas Eve. His birthday's Christmas Day. Oh, he, wor he works the parking lot. They're making him get there at 8 in the morning. Wow. The game's at 8 o'clock at night. He's got to be outside for 12 hours. Or, I mean, at least till his lot fills up. He don't even know if his lot's going to fill up, so he might be out there. Last time it got this cold, he was there. He had a portable heater, and he didn't know he was leaning on it, and his pants oh, no. caught on fire. Oh, no. His jeans caught on fire. And there's <laughs> – oh. tells the story, and I literally had to pull over, almost wrecked the car, of him telling me the story of his ass catching on fire and him saying, stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. He That's was on the ground flailing like a fish, making it go out. Oh, he sent me a picture of, uh, of For those of you who, who, who want to know what hell may feel like on Saturday, so here is the daytime temperature and the nighttime temperatures coming in Cleveland, Ohio. Game being played oh, during the day. Terrible. Snow showers, high of 13. Winds at sustained gusts of 35 miles per hour oh. with occasional wind gusts of 50 miles per hour. 50. Mind you, hurricane strength wind is 75. Okay? These are tropical storm type of winds with 13 degree air temperature and snow <laughs> in the forecast. The Saints are going to want to get back on the bus and go back to New Orleans so quickly. They want no part of this game. But do the Browns? Yes. Browns are at least a little bit more accustomed. Are they still in the hunt? The Browns? Of course yeah. they are. Yeah, absolutely. They can uh, for, actually make the playoffs. Here's the problem for uh, for Saturday for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not going to be much better. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to be high of 12. 12. Wind gusts, sustained winds at 25 miles per hour with wind gusts over 40 miles per hour at times. Time, the game's at night, right? 5.15 our time, 8.15 okay. Eastern. Low of 10 at night. Winds between 20 and 25 miles per hour. So the wind will die down at night. It won't be as gusty during the day, but the temperature will go to 10 degrees. Your wind chill will take you somewhere in the neighborhood of negative five. Uh, uh, there's nothing like he asked me, <laughs> he goes, are you coming home? You know, do you want to go to the game? I said, Mark, I think I could sit on the bench or on the field. Like and I wouldn't come. Nope. I don't think so. My daughter has never felt temperatures like this. The high in Boston when we land is 22 degrees. Welcome home. The low is 16. 
I showed her this this morning. She goes, oh, it's sunny at least. It was like, that's the worst. When it's clear and cold, it's the worst. I almost prefer it being overcast. It keeps it somewhat warmer right. when it's overcast. Oh. When it's clear and sunny and cold, it is oh, bitter. bitterly, bitterly cold. bitter. That, that stuff hurts. It that gives you that tingle. The air is, is clean though. Like it's so like you just, everything kind of clears you up. It's almost like smelling salts all the time. Right. Um, the day I landed, uh, when we came back from Curacao, the day I landed after spending, you know, a year and a half, pretty much in 75 degrees weather warmth, right? I'll never forget brother smoke can confirm. We landed. Welcome to Pittsburgh international airport. The current temperature is nine. <laughs> I looked at him. I said, did he just fucking say nine? <laughs> so do you know how cold that's going to be? And he's like, we'll be fine. I said, no, we won't. I said, nine? I couldn't. I was already planning my exit. I was like, I got to have to tell my parents I'm leaving. I ain't staying. I can't. Nine? It was cold until July. I'll never hear it. I can't wait. I'll never hear another sentence from Madeline about, I like Boston. What about when we come to Boston? Okay, let's go. I'm going to show you what it's like to live in Boston in December. <laughs> what it's like. Got to take them in the winter. It's 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 like Disneyland in the summer. We've gone back oh, yeah. to Pittsburgh in the Gorgeous. summer. It's phenomenal. You're like, oh, this is wonderful. This is so nice. Oh. The sun's so no wonder. Nope. Sorry. Uh, the total for the Texans and the Titans is 37 degrees. Now, it's going to be five in Tennessee. It feels like five. It'll be like 25 air temperature. So it'll be a little bit warmer in Tennessee. But the Texans have been fighting. Teams are going in different directions here. Titans are going that way. Texans are going that way. <sighs> They're playing hard. I don't know. So, I mean, the money's already coming against the Titans. It, it, as, as it should. Makes sense. But <laughs> what is she eating? She needed me to open up her packet of trail mix. Uh, Madeline says she likes your hat, Mr. Dave. Thank you. She said, Tell Mr. Dave right. I like his hat. <laughs> Kendall, see. I gotta, uh, I gotta point out real quick that your buddy yep. Sean Alvarez just popped into the chat. He did. And and last time Alvarez was in the in the chat when Dave was wearing a ridiculous hat. That's when you hit the the seven box thing with the the horses or whatever. Oh man, we might have. So to what you playing today, Dave? Oh yeah, what what you got? What's the play today? Horse guy in there, Dave wearing a stupid hat. <laughs> who's who's oh, running? Man. What horses are running today? Anybody also, running? Also, in, in the chat, put put what your current temperature is. I want to see the thing light up. Oh, oh current yeah. temperature. Current temperature where you're at right now. What are we at? Go for it, chat. I think we're, we're at what. Uh, let me see. 37? 48 right now. Oh, it was cold this morning. Oh, it was oh. 31 this morning. Yeah. We're, took, we're at 48 currently in Vegas. So we've, took the car we've warmed up a little bit. So the Raiders against your Steelers. Told you this back when we did this breakdown of these games back in the summer, that there was no way in hell the Raiders were going to Pittsburgh and winning. Didn't even know who the that? quarterback was. Pick Didn't know line. what the line was going to be. And now... Tell me the temperature. Can't do Chevalier. You can't do Celsius. We're not smart enough to do that. Don't Celsius. Do that. Yes. Can't do that. I used I to think you, that, I used to think you added 32 degrees to Celsius and that's the Fahrenheit. And then I was proven wrong by that. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to calculate Celsius, but you know, 38 in Virginia, 43 in Charlotte, 76, Jason, you win South Florida, you win 16 in Washington, Iowa. Shock. Oh, 76. 
27. We've got a foot of snow and 50 mile per hour winds coming. Where are you, Nate S? Nate S, that sounds terrible. Four, four to six feet coming. Where are you? You got to be in Canada. Because have you seen what's going on in Vancouver right now? The whole fucking airport has been shut down for days. They made the announcement today that no one's flying out today. Probably not tomorrow. It's snowing. There's people who are stuck on planes on the tarmac right now in Vancouver. They got to try to get them off, trying to figure out how to get them off. It's a blizzard in Vancouver right now. Oh, they can't. They're getting absolutely annihilated up there. Oh, I don't like that. Feet of snow being dropped on Vancouver's head at the moment. <laughs> I was like, saw that retweet. Someone's like, make sure to be glad you don't live in Vancouver right now. Because the airport was like, we're really sorry. We know it's Christmas, but airport is shut down. We're not sure it's opening today. We're not sure it's opening tomorrow. We got a lot of. <laughs> when, when, like, and I know people got like places to go and people to see and all that stuff. But have you ever woken up? And like looked outside, didn't even have to turn the weather channel on or anything or check an app on your phone and go, you know what? It's pretty fucking bad outside right now. I'm not going anywhere today. Like whether I'm on a flight all the bus, time. Right? Like you I just gotta make like the decision. Like, I'm yeah. gonna just go a different day. We would drive. I mean, in New England, where we grew up, I mean, where I grew up, driving is the normal mode of transportation right. because like Rhode Island, Connecticut, Mass, yeah. Virginia, I'm sorry, Vermont, Maine, you know, New Hampshire, like it's all drivable. It's not like Portland's an hour and a half, you know, Hartford's two hours, New York right. City's three and a half hours. Like you always drove everywhere. So like, absolutely. Like we would just have something planned and we'd pick the phone up and be like, yeah, we're not coming. Like, it's just, we just, we can't, right. we, we can't That's make it. Well, it's dangerous. I mean, driving on these yes. highways with lunatics all over the place. It's just like, you know what? We're not, we're not doing it because we've seen people. You know, you always drive by that poor schmuck on the side of the road whose car either broke down, flat tire, got into an accident, and you're like, man, that sucks to be you. And you're, oh. <laughs> it's, you just see that person, you feel horrible for them, but you can't stop. You're driving, trying to get the hell where you're going. So it's horrible. Northwestern Illinois is where Nate is. Wow, yeah. they're getting killed up and up. What is, I know Michigan is the UP, Upper Peninsula. UP, yeah. What is North Illinois called? Just Northwest Illinois? Probably. Oh, boy. Ben Smart Tyler's going to Miami for Clemson and Tennessee. That'd be nice. It's a good bowl game. to go to Miami, yeah. (laughs) Screw this cold weather talk. I'm with you, Ben Smart. But we do have, we have, uh, well, I do, I'm curious though. What do you do with, we we going under Raiders and Steelers? Not necessarily. I think Pickett's going to play. He is play. He's going to play. He's cleared, cleared concussion protocol. I like the Steelers on Sunday. Yeah, you have to. Um, I liked them before. Now, definitely. Um, I don't know if we automatically play this because, again, cold is one thing. we got to see what the wind and the precipitation. The wind's not going to be bad for the Raider not game. Not at all? Not at all. 10 to 20 mile per hour winds. That's not. I need 25 mile per hour higher to, to bet unders for wind. I don't think wind's going to be a factor for this game in Pittsburgh. Hmm. The day games, anywhere anywhere in the Midwest during the day, yes, monster wind, huge, but it's going to blow out of there. And then at night, you're going to be, winds calm down, and you're going to get just a lot of really awful cold. Nobody even mentioned the Atlanta-Baltimore game yet. That's got to be an under. No. I don't, well, I mean, I think the weather in Baltimore is going to be okay. That's... Um, Minnesota outside, Philly, Dallas. 
Yeah, let's see. Um, Chicago can't be nice. Buffalo's playing in no, Chicago. It's going to be horrific. But see, um, on, on Sun, yeah, see, on Saturday, you got 24 degree temperatures, you know, 10 mile per hour winds. The weather's not going to impact the Ravens game. Wow. Okay. Sunny. It, 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 Ravens game will be fine. Not bad. Yeah, it's it's the Cleveland game. It's the Titans game going to be cold because it's not they're not used to it being that cold. Um, in that in that place, but I mean it, it's weird. We have a like we're it's going to feel like Sunday for all of us on Saturday. Like, nice. Gonna, we're going to be like, wait, is it Sunday or Saturday? Because the full slate of games, including the Saturday night game, so we've got only two games in the afternoon window. We've got what eight games in the more in the ten o'clock. 1 p.m. window, and then Vegas and Pittsburgh is at night on the NFL Network. Wow, Washington and San Francisco and Philly, Dallas are the only games in the afternoon. Yep. So the entire United States is going to be watching Philadelphia and Dallas. Pretty much. Except Washington and San Fran's a good game too, though. It's actually a good game. Yeah. Game Purdy, we'll see what he does. Yeah, it might actually be a better game, I would argue, because now we got Minshew. Right. Playing for Um, so, by the way, Sister Dina and Nephew Owen are watching the show right now. Very nice. Down in Arizona. Um, they don't so, have weather problems there. They're, they're much more. No, it's here. like 70 there. Uh, but Thursday is Jacksonville at New York. Big game for both game. teams. No doubt. Big game for both. Amazon finally gets a good game. Al Michaels might actually give a shit about this game. They actually <laughs> care. They actually might actually like try and actually be somewhat interested in calling the game rather than like sounding like an old grandpa who wants to do anything else, but call a football game. Zach Wilson to be the starting quarterback here. Mike white, not cleared Jacksonville could have had, or sorry, the jets could have had, they wanted to Trevor Lawrence, but they didn't take him. So what do you make of this? What do you mean? They Trevor won mem- 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 overall. Remember they won the game at the end of the year. Oh, remember they could have had the one pick if they had wanted to, and they won the game at the end of the year. So they didn't get Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. I don't know if Trevor would have, I mean, he's looking like he's turning the corner. He uh, definitely does. I mean, that finally look, got help. Pick six know. winner is pretty impressive down by 17 points. They rally, they beat the Cowboys pick six yeah. to win the game in overtime. Yeah. 40 points. They put 40 on the Cowboys. This is an under game. Probably. You know what's funny? Why? How do you bet an under game with Jacksonville? Right. Why is everyone hammering the Vikings and not hammering the Cowboys for being frauds? (laughs) The Cowboys are a bigger fraud than the Vikings are. Very good question. Why do you think that is? Because they're, they're America's team. Oh, yeah. That's a nonsense. America's team. It's not hard. I look, I'm Man, not a. De- I just got a text from the guy down in, he's down in Costa Rica. Man, he said it's 90 degrees there. Beautiful. Right every day. God. It's the same day every day. Man. No difference. Um, Dallas has, don't. Doesn't Dallas have a higher ceiling than Minnesota? Maybe that's why they're not getting hammered. No. Dallas has a Dallas bad can't hit. go win two games. My, Minnesota's bad. not winning two playoff games. I think they can. 
You think Minnesota can win two playoff games? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, the Minnesota Vikings, we're all going to look back. And Minnesota will play Dallas and beat dogs. And beat them. I think the Vikings are going to make a run. I really do. I think there's something there. I think you learn through scar tissue. I think you learn through those battles that you're never out of a game. They were down 33 to nothing. They had every reason to pack that in and say, look, we got plenty of games left. We're going to the postseason. We got the division. We don't need to do this. We're not going to break our backs and make this comeback. You come back down 33, nothing. That shows me something in that locker room that they're just like, we don't give a fuck what happens. We're playing. We're coming after you. We're going to fight to the last whistle. And they won the game, had the biggest comeback in the history of the league. That says something to me. That gives me a lot of like, okay, you proved, I don't care if the Colts and Matt Ryan and everything else that goes into it. Right. In that locker room, they didn't quit when they had every reason to quit down 33, nothing at half. There's no doubt that they believe inside that locker room. There's no doubt that they have, they're all on one page, like with the coaching staff and everything else. There's no, there's no doubt. It's just from the numbers and everything. When you look at it, you've never seen the Vikings defense be that championship defense. And you have from Dallas early, not so much recently, not anymore. No. Not so much anymore. Vander Esch is hurt. Micah Parsons has been slowed up by that groin, that, that groin injury. Yeah. Their pass rush is not what it once not was. Even close. You can run on them now. You can. Yeah. You always could throw on them. I mean, you right. always throw on Diggs because he takes chances. You can always beat him because he wants picks. So you can, you can exploit that. They lost to Jacksonville up by 17 points. They blew it. That tells me a ton about the Cowboys as well as to where they are as a team. Yeah, I, I like I, Jacksonville to win this game on Thursday. Jacksonville to beat the Jets. Wow, this I mean, again, not out of the realm of possibility. I will wait until Thursday, get a little more feel for who's all playing, who's not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we could have the Jaguars and the Lions in the playoffs. Be fun. Be awesome. Be fun. We'd love Fresh blood, new teams, new stars coming in. Would love it. Jared Goff in the playoffs. I don't trust him at all. But Trevor Lawrence, we don't know yet. Doc Peterson's a good coach. He really is. He's a good coach. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly why he left Philly. I don't know if he'll ever tell the story. The way that last game went, when he had to play that guy, and Nate Sudfeld, and, you know, all those questions were answered, and all of a sudden he was gone. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Philly's still good. He probably didn't want to leave. He was probably, you know, he was made to leave, but he's a good coach. And the Lions are fun. I I, I just, I, I, we talked about it in the summer. And again, Shelly posted that video. I was hearing it all summer, all summer long. Lions are going to be better than you think. Lions are going to be better than you think. That one hit. Did it ever. Absolutely. <laughs> Jacksonville. What's their schedule? Just so we can go through Jacksonville's schedule after this game on Thursday against the Jets. We'll play the Texans and the Titans on the road at Houston at home against Tennessee. They can end nine and eight. Now they're probably gonna need some help, but they can end the year nine and eight. How many wins does Tennessee have right now? Well, that's the thing. The Titans have seven. They're seven and seven. 
Jacksonville six and eight. So they could still win the division. Titans have lost four games in a row. Jacksonville's won two games in a row. That's why this game on Thursday is a playoff yeah, game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. has to win out, right? It's a playoff game. They've got to win out. The playoffs start to, on Thursday for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Yeah, it started last week, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the Titans, who very well could lose, but they're at home against the Texans. They play the Cowboys and at the Jaguars to end the year. So they got a head-to-head. That that game could be a de facto AFC South. could be a playoff. Yep, that could could decide the playoff. AFC South playoff game. Just for for reference sake, yeah, the Packers to make the playoffs. And Vandals, no, is minus 1,800. Wow. So they're not making the playoffs. Yeah. But we'll give you a perspective. Let's see. What's Jacksonville? That's what I'm looking at right now. Oh, they don't have a price up. Wonder why. They don't have Tennessee Thursday. or them up. Got to see what happens Thursday. Oh, hold on. We'll just do the division price. Let's see. Tennessee minus one fifty-five. Jacksonville plus one twenty. Okay. Not huge dogs. Where's that last game at? At Jacksonville. Yeah. Wow. So you oh. could hedge that. You could do something there. Oh, change the battery pack. What do you know? No, we ain't seen that. How about that, Farrah? I haven't seen that one in a while. <laughs> that, was, that, yeah. that was that was funny. That's click on the clock. It takes two seconds. It's a click click to make it go, but it's dumb when it does it. I don't know why. <laughs> the, the cord. Just I use this 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 one. How we use this with this camera? It's, it's like the one thing. If you did like an Amazon review, yeah. you like this. I've already bought two of them. This power cord dies because I use the camera so much. But mm. it's a battery pack that we use to plug into the wall. So it's like an artificial battery. Got it, die. it dies because I use this camera so much for, on it for so many hours Bam. that I kill it because it's it's on. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I take the plus 120. Things are going really negative for the Titans right now. They can if lose. If you think the they're going to win this week, you can take that because, I mean, if they win and Tennessee loses at home yeah. to Houston, flips. I mean, they become right. the, you know, Jacksonville becomes the favorite with the game at home in the last week. I would love it. I really would. I would absolutely love the Jaguars. In the they line. would get a home game. Yeah, home game. That would be amazing. How about that? I mean, that's the one way you keep the Jaguars in Jacksonville, right? If they're good. Like if they're bad, you can move them out. If they're good, it's harder to move. Where are they going to go? Always London. talk about moving. Where? London. That's where they're going to go. That's the team. The NFL wants the Jaguars in London. That's why they send them every year to Jaguars. They're building the fan base in London. And then they want to add two or three other teams with them, and they want to have a you know an extra division, have, an, have a European division. <sighs> I'm with you. I don't like it either. I don't. I just it's just do they want it? I mean, like if they want it, and they're going to sell they? London. Like, yes, they yeah. want it desperately. They, yes. they do. They put. They had the records in Germany. They sold a that record. Was in Germany. Okay, but it's still that's where a team would go. London, Germany. They would build this division up. They play two teams in England, one at Tottenham at the at the Hotspur Stadium. It's built for football. So they want it there. And then one in London. So they have two teams in the UK, one team in Germany, and then find whatever else you want to put the third team or two teams in Germany. Yeah. Have two divisions. People will support it and go. It's just it's just such a I don't know. I just we start to make it the Dilute the product. Who knows? I don't. I'm know. with you. I, I mean, it's the same like if you put a Premier League team here in the states. Like, would people be jumping up and down to go to a Premier League soccer game? I don't. Some think so. will. 
Some will, but not like an overwhelming number of people. Depending on the city, I think they would absolutely draw, but I don't, it wouldn't be the same. Like the Premier League is what it is because it's yeah, over there. In New York, they'd put a Premier League team in New York is what they would do. Do everything in New York. Well, it's the biggest population center. <laughs> I mean, get the most people and most guess. likely to succeed by putting it. I in think the you have to do it back east. I don't think you could do it out here. No, not yet. West, no, not. no. The travel alone would, would, would be really yeah. bad. Um, the Bengals are 11 and three now ATS. That's the best mark in the NFL. They're only three and a half point favorites against the Patriots this weekend. I know, right? Doesn't that feel too light? Yeah. Doesn't that seem a little weird? I saw the notes and I was actually on uh, on Wager Talk right before this. And Prez asked me the same question. Um, what am I missing with this? Like, this is odd to me. Three and a half is... I know the Patriots in December are really hard to play. And I know Belichick after a loss is a really tough team. And the Patriots are going to be smarting the entire week, answering questions about what the hell happened and how do they lose that football game? Yeah. But the Bengals have weapons that the Patriots are going to have a really hard time stopping. What's the, what's the weather going to be like there? Cold. That's it. 16 degrees, cold, sunny. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, I feel, again, feels like we're missing something. Four and a half, yeah. five. This would be four and a half, five. Yeah, sorry, wrong. 26 degrees. Sunny. No weather. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a 30 degree day. Well, I mean, I guess uh, odds Football makers have, 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 I mean, it was just since he at New England or just since he had Tampa and it was three and a half. Right. And now it's Cincinnati, New England, and it's three and a half. So the Patriots and the Bucks are the same? Seems a little weird to me. Essentially. Are they the same? I don't think so. But, I mean, New England can't score. Mm-mm. Offense is dismal. Mm-mm. Defense is good. Really good. Carrying the, yeah, carrying the team at times. Sounds just like Tampa, doesn't it? In a lot of ways, but I would take Brady over Mac. <laughs> so, right. I mean, and I'd take their receipt. I'd take Mike Evans and Godwin over Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot better weapons on Tampa. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the line's going to come down. It's, it's going to wow. come down. It's going to go to three. Money coming, money's coming on the Patriots. I, it's, I think it'll go to three before it goes to four. That's, that's remarkable to me. Um, one final thought on the Patriots and the Raiders game. I just want to get your thought on this. After digesting it, seeing the play over and over again and watching it a million times, mm-hmm. Damian Woody asked this question on NFL Live yesterday, so I want to ask you this question. Do you think the players didn't know the score? I do. Do, do you think Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers didn't know the score, that they didn't know, that they thought when they scored that touchdown that that put them behind versus tying the game? I, when I watched it and watched it live and then like I was with Kendall and she literally mm-hmm. said, why did they do that? And I said, I think they thought they were losing. Like that's Woody, what I, Woody, Woody said that Damien Woody said as a former Patriot player, Damien Woody said situational football, Belichick necessarily wouldn't have reminded the team what they're doing, that the call itself should have signaled to the team. We're going to overtime. That when he like they've gone through every situation mm-hmm. and the call to Ramondre, the draw to Ramondre should have told the entire Patriots team 
were going to overtime. Right. And then Ramadre got loose and no one said, hey, man, we're not trying to lateral. But he thought, well, it's one last play because it didn't call the Hail Mary. Belichick was asked afterwards about Max Armstrong. You asked me yesterday about, you know, he said, hey, Mac can't make the throw. Mac was on WEI yesterday saying, I can make that throw. But he said, what happens is we made that call. And in, in, in what we know of, that draw play signaled that we were going to go play for overtime. Nobody said we're playing for overtime. Just everyone just assumed they were on the same page. So Woody said, I don't think they knew the score. I mean, you can't ask. You, the reporters come after you. Did you see that video of, of the mask and Giovanni Bernard that I yeah, posted? That was, with the, I, didn't have, I didn't have much of a problem with it, only because he just came off of IR. But the attitude, the the way the questions are, were being asked was, just, was pretty bad. Right. So, like, if you ask the players that and they're not in the right frame of mind, I mean – Jabari answered the questions. He still he was a stand-up guy. He answered all the questions afterwards. So I get like I love that. Like it's a, I mean, yes, well, they it's gave the out too. Jacoby, Jacoby Myers got the out from the media when they said when Stevens gave Stevens gave you the ball. It doesn't matter that Stevenson gave me the ball. When I have the ball, it's my responsibility. Right. I have the ball in my hands. I'm the one that threw it. It's right. Like, Whoa. It's like okay, because he could have said I was in shock when I got the football. I panicked. You know, I didn't know the ball was coming to me. That's why I threw it. He didn't say that. When you're watching it live, I mean, think about all the times in history, in sports, like at the end of important games or the end of things, like sometimes you just, you lose it. Like, I, I mean, it's not acceptable, is it? But they're human beings and it happens. I definitely think that Steve like just pitched it thinking we got to, we got to keep the play alive. And then I think Myers getting the football was like, in. we must be losing. We got to keep the play alive. No, we just, alive. we, we got to keep the play alive. Like immediately, yeah. like, oh God, it threw me the ball, threw me the ball. Okay. Uh, throw it back instead of just catching it and going down. Like that's all he had to do. So, oh yeah. Just go to overtime. To catch but if he down, says he didn't know the score. It's which is worse. Right. I mean, if he says, I don't know the score, it's even worse, worse than the throw. Way that, worse. Means you're, that means you're totally checked out. You haven't been paying attention. You're not, you know, you're a professional football player. Like you can't admit, I didn't know what the score was. It's the fourth quarter of a must win playoff game or must win game for the playoffs. Yeah, you can't. Um, saying you don't know the score. I mean, it's a bad reflection on you. And then, Belichick's going to have to answer, well, how, how could they not know the score? Did you not tell them the score? I mean, it's up on the scoreboard. How am I supposed <laughs> to tell them? I, mean, I don't know. You know, They're playing and the it, games. And right. it was funny because Herm Edwards said something in the conversation to Damian Woody, which was, he said, as a, as a football coach, ultimately you are completely powerless to what happens on the field. Right. All you can do is coach the players right. to be in the right position, but it's up to them. And if they go rogue on you, <laughs> like you can't do anything about it. Like, you, right. You, 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 I, he was like, Herb was like, what do you want Bill to do? He can't run on the field and say, stop. Like guys, Hey, you didn't have a whistle. Can't pull the whistle and say, no, no, no. Right. Like, players have to play the game. And those two players threw the game away. Literally. It's very, it's very frustrating. And I mean, like you can, I think about Chris Weber calling at timeout at the end of yeah. the basketball game so many times, like, because you know, one is a player, you, you're out of timeouts. Two, they tell you when you're going back out after the last timeout, we're out of timeouts. Don't call timeout. 
And then you get the ball and you're trying to do the right thing and you forget all of that stuff and you call timeout. And he's just like, how do he call timeout? <laughs> like, whoops. What, what? He just called timeout. We're going to blow the game on that. Like, I can't imagine like Belichick and the coach staff walking off the field going, what the hell did happen? Just happened. Like, how did we just do that? Myers is very lucky it was not a playoff game. Because it will, it will go down. Oh, it has been called the dumbest play oh. in, in NFL history by numerous people, but it didn't end the season. So if it ended the season on that, oh, it, it is Chris Weber. Goodness, right? Or you him. see it for a long time. <laughs> it's still oh. we played over the blooper reel in NFL history. That will be a blooper, a blooper. Matt Jones getting run over by Chandler Jones also will be a blooper reel forever. Just horrible. Was Jones attempt. on Jones crime. That it was, was, that, it was I mean, pathetic. Just, bam. Chandler didn't do very much. He just pushed him down. I mean, Max should have given his body up and dove at the guy's ankles and done everything in his power to stop that. Both Mannings last night oh. in the Manicast saw that. Like, how did what was Mac doing? Like he was like a toddler trying to catch like a ball. Trying or to, yeah, it's just like I've watched it 10 times and I've Bad. seen it. Like, what was he doing? And like he hasn't done a tackling drill since he's 10. Right. Yeah, you can tell. You can't do that, what you did, but just throw your body at him. Just do everything in power. Just get an ankle. Just literally just go after Anything. an ankle. Take a take a penalty tripping. Right. Like grab just, a grab his just, face mask, pull him to the ground well, again. Anything. Anything. Do anything in your power. Literally doesn't matter what you do in that moment. You can accost the guy. Who cares? 15 yard penalty. Let him kick the field goal. You lose the game. Okay, but you don't let him score a touchdown in that moment. Everything in your power to stop that play from happening the way that it was happening. Unbelievable. Really, really horrible. What is also unbelievable. Yes. The Boston Bruins are now 17 0 3. Nice transition. I at home. I how you were going to transition that. That was good. Yeah. 17 0 3. Straight up. At home. How long can they go with the O? <laughs> 12 games. They play half their games at home. <laughs> We are halfway through the home schedule for the Boston Bruins. They have not lost a game in regulation yet. Can't even make this up. Bostonian versus the book. (laughs) (laughs) It's and the Bruins win every single game. Seven to three last night. Yeah, it got a little like it was an early blowout. And then Florida scored three goals. It was four, three. And then it's not. And that's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> They're covered puck line too, winning games. I mean, we we'd have to go through the schedule to a different time. I mean, I, what are they going to lose at home? Five games. The Boston Bruins are twenty-two and nine on the puck line on the puck line so far. <laughs> if you were betting one unit, you'd be up fourteen units. <laughs> Ridiculous on the year betting the Boston Bruins on the puck line. Fourteen units, you'd be up. I mean, you basically just like blindly bet this. Yeah, it's just bet just, it every day. That's, you're not going to hit every day, but you just keep yeah. on going. So the Bruins, um, they play. This is a homestand that ends with Winnipeg on Thursday. Okay. So can Winnipeg win on the road? I'm going to say no. They stink on the road. Okay. So Boston wins that game in regulation. or, or And then they come it. home and play the Penguins on at Fenway. So, right. So they play at New Jersey, at Ottawa, at New Jersey. And then on on Christmas, sorry, New Year's Eve, they play home versus Buffalo. 
And then on Monday, January 2nd, they play the Winter Classic against the Pittsburgh Penguins on TNT. That'll be the home game they lose. That's such a bunch of bullshit if that's, that's what happens. If, if that gets counted as a home loss, that's the dumbest thing ever. If that's the game that breaks, that gives them the O. That's it. They lose to the Penguins in outdoor hockey. Yep. That would be such a bunch of crap. I think you're probably right. Remind, how it's go. remind everybody. We'll have to remind us because we'll be, I don't know if we'll, hopefully we'll be doing a show. I don't know yet, but um, the winter classic outside for years, the ice is terrible and it's an automatic under bit. So we'll see how they do the ice in Fenway because it'll it's be cold enough. Fenway. So it'll probably be good ice. So it might not be the one to bet under, but I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Um, let me see. What what were the scores of the Winter Classic? The last so, couple of years, it's gone over. They played in the 2010 Winter Classic at Fenway. That it was two to one in overtime. Mm-hmm. In 2016, five one Canadians. Total 2019. That was well. That was that was that actually wasn't at Fenway. That was at Gillette. They, they played Winter Classic at Gillette, five one. Gillette, wow. Yeah, in 2016, they played at Gillette Stadium, and then uh, they played against Notre Dame in a neutral site against Chicago. They won four to two. Mm. Um, and then they played the Flyers in that Lake Tahoe game uh, two years ago. Seven to three was the final. Oh yeah. So. That was fire. The Bruins have been an over team. Pittsburgh has played three times, 5-1 in 2014 at Soldier Field, 4-2 at Heinz Field in 2017, and at the link against the Flyers, 4-3, the win. So Penguins are 1-2 straight up Hmm. in those games. But, I mean, that's offense. Conowitzki said he was at the Penguins Blackhawks at Soldier Field and they stopped the game every 20 minutes to clear off the snow. That's the problem. The ice isn't the ice is pretty good, but then the snow builds up quick. Yep, quick. So now they're coming and clearing it off. They do that at the Knights game now. Yep. Like they, every every five yeah. minutes, like they come the ice crew comes out every yeah. every every TV timeout, they come out and and, and take and take I think the, every other uh, one. Every other guy, okay. they come out a lot because yeah. they, they need you. A lot. The, they come out three the or four times a period. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the air in here. I think it's the air in Vegas that causes them to have to get off, get the snow off the ice fast. It was always such a pain in the ass when there was snow on the ice. I couldn't stand it. It alters the puck. So yeah, man, it's important to get it off. Uh, Sabers beat the Golden Knights last night. How about this number for the Vegas Golden Knights? Okay, guys, put, put this in your brain. For the rest of the season, the Vegas Golden Knights are 13, two and two to the under at home this yep. year. That you is a stupid that. number. Yep. Under again last night, three, yep. two final for the Sabres. Sabres win. They cover that. They win that plus 135 money line bet that I was talking about Sabres. yesterday. Knights stink at home. They're eight and nine now straight up. They've lost, I think, six of eight at home and they can't score. At home, right, right. Give up three to four goals every game, but they don't score, so they lose three one, four one, three two. Under machine, under machine. You know who's? I mean, <laughs> Buffalo is. I don't want to say really well. 
I don't want to say they're going to make the playoffs, but like they are, we have to keep an eye on them on the road, especially getting a they are decent plus price. Nine and six on the road straight up. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, winning, rec- winning record. Seven, two, and one over the last 10. They've won four games in a row. They're way back in the standings, but from a wild card perspective, they're definitely live. They are or they are four points away from a wild card spot. <laughs> Penguins, Islanders, Capitals, and Sabres are the next two for the Eastern Conference wild cards. I don't know, man. Like, let's see. I, it's I'm gonna look. I'm just saying to make the playoffs right now. At Fandle, you could take a shot. Buffalo Sabres. It's only plus 540 today. Wow, I thought it would be at least 10 to 1. So it came down. Yeah. Because they're playing. They're hot. You know, they're playing well. Wow. You, you got to watch them. You have to watch them. They're, they're definitely there. Uh, San Jose tonight. Is 19, 13, and one to the over. It's one of the best marks in the entire NHL. By the way, this is a totals Tuesday. If you haven't caught on to the theme yet here of me going through over all these totals. totals Tuesday, my goodness. Totals NFL, totals with NHL, right. totals with NBA. We're going, it's a totals Tuesday. All totals. Um, Calgary, 16, 15, and one to the under. Total six. 16, 15, and one to the under. The total is six in this game. Weird, right? What should it be? Six and a half? No, I mean, the numbers. So one team's great to the over. One team's okay to the under. So you shade it to the under. Okay. That's just, that's just modus operandi. You just always shade it to the under because they're going to bet you under if you give them a shot. Um, I like under. I would, I would definitely, I would, I would play under in this game. I like either. I mean, I think five are on six period just because I like the, the push potential to, to get right. to six. So I think either either bet over or under is a decent play on, on that game. I would lean a little bit on the under, yeah. but Calgary's been a little bit suspect in the recent games, giving up goals early. Right, goals especially on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two bowl games today. <laughs> Do you have any no. even fleeting interest? No. We watch a single snap of either bowl game today. Let's see. What time? After the show. So 1230 Eastern Michigan, San Jose State from Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> I will probably see highlights of that only. <laughs> Just say. Unless it's on wherever I maybe go to lunch, maybe not, depending on what, what the about the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Liberty so, and Toledo. So that's at 430. Uh-huh. Which is meaning that I'll be on, but there's some really good NBA games and stuff tonight. There's some really good hockey games tonight. I don't know if I'll be watching much of the Toledo Liberty game. I don't. I, I, I'm going to say bet the over. I would bet that. Will I watch either one of them? I will watch less than two plays live. Fifty-one and a half is the total for Liberty and Toledo. Why? Offenses. That's an overplay. Yeah, that smells like an underplay. <laughs> that smells like an underplay. Over in the other game, though, Eastern Mission, San Jose State. 
Eastern Michigan can't score at all. How much you have not seen Eastern Michigan play yet? Then uh, that's a max school that plays to the under. San Jose State going to light them up? Uh, I don't think I'd back it to be quite honest on this. Um, for who's Liberty on, and Toledo, who's on the dog in that one. Liberty is six and six total wise. Toledo is six and seven on the road. Liberty is five and one to the over. Toledo three and four to the over. It's neutral, but going into the game, both teams are on under streaks. Toledo one or uh, so four and one to the under over the last five. Hmm. So you want you want to play that? Yeah, that game. Uh, I like them both under. No, under in the first, under in the second one, over in the first one. Uh, I'm just watching the lines move. I don't have a clue. Eastern Michigan six and six. San Jose State's four six and one. Uh, neutral three and three and three and two over the last five. Eastern Michigan's been two and three to the over three, one and one for San Jose state to the over. So yeah, 58 and a half went under against Hawaii in the last game for San Jose state. They have had much. Wow. Eastern Michigan's totals have been super high. Wow. 53 and a half over last game, 60 under 57 over 54 under 57 and a half under 64 and a half under books have been overvaluing Eastern Michigan, like crazy this playing year. a Mac, right? Yes. That's why those totals. Wow. Are pumped up. That is a, that's a wild, that's wild. They went four and four in the Mac this year to totals. So the books were pretty good. They're right there. Our man Landon Higa in Hawaii. Ooh. Said he watched uh, Chevin Cordero play at Hawaii. He's good for at least a pick. I don't think San Jose will like the enjoy the cold in Boise. Fair point. Mm. That's a fair point. Yep. I, I San Jose State going up there to play in Boise. Uh, let's look at the weather for Boise for Boise State tonight. Football guy ninety seven. Hey Santa pimp. Yeah, glad you liked them. I got to keep it like this because if I put it down, then I can't see nothing. If I got to keep it tilted, plus Houdini wore it tilted. I like it. Houdini. Are you wearing this hat all day on every show? Possible uh, snow. Possible snow in Boise tonight at night. Oh, but the game's huh. at twelve thirty. Oh, it is. Boise at okay. Yeah. All right. So, so that yeah, so, show. So on. no words. So the uh, it's thirty two degrees. With no precipitation, uh, 14%, right 14% rain or snow in the forecast tonight, 65% snow. So it's right so on that wintry. It's called a yeah. wintry mix as they call it. The worst. There's <laughs> nothing worse than a wintry mix. Yeah. I, I, I hate it because you didn't know how to dress. Yeah. And then you got wet. And then it turned oh. ice and cold yep. and snow and you were wet. The temperature, temperature dropped down. The sun would go down and then everything would free. That's how black ice happens. That's oh. when the real dangerous stuff happens. When the wintry mix falls and it's water and then turns to ice and you don't see it. And the black ice is the worst. Now, Good luck on that. When a weatherman tell you it's a wintry mix, like it could be like, that's when you know you're on lockdown. Like I don't want to Pretty drive much. nowhere. Like, yeah. I, you know, I was like, it's possible wintry mix. I'm not coming. And this <laughs> girl that I was, I thought I was in love with. Okay. And then, she was the one that made me actually talk about me moving to New Hampshire. Landon, Landon, New Hampshire. What? No, that, um, Laconia, 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 yeah, Laconia, Laconia, New, Hampshire. New Hampshire. So go ride motorcycles. 
big Harley chick. Brother had a boat on a lake, all this stuff. Loudon, New Hampshire is what I, what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Loudon no. is where the track is, where the racetrack right. is. Right. She wanted me to go to a NASCAR race at one time. Like, that's I'm not going to NASCAR <laughs> that, That's in Loudon, New Hampshire. Laconia is on Lake Winnipesaukee, but that's where they have the, the, the big rally. Winnipesaukee. That's where her brother had the boat. Yeah, of course. Yes. I went to camp there at Camp Alton in Alton, New Hampshire. Is where it's I out in the middle camp. of nowhere. All of New Hampshire is the middle of nowhere. Well, I've there, there, there is nowhere in New Hampshire. You, you uh, let's go there. Like, there's no I'm there. Saying, in New Hampshire. Like, you bad all. rap Connecticut. New Hampshire ain't no bargain either. Well, New Hampshire is just a bunch of trees and people who are pissed off. It's just an angry state. All live, of them. live, live free or die. Like it's like they really That's believe the state that shit. Yes, yeah, so and they really believe it. Like they are very much like we are our own independent people. We don't believe what those other New Englanders do. It's very funny. People from New Hampshire have a definite edge. She made me go out in a wintry mix, and I didn't want to. And I had a Toyota Celica. Uh oh. And we started going down a hill. And I was sideways. I was I was doing it in reverse. I said we're sliding, and she's like, she's like, what's wrong? I wanted. I was like, "Ah!" well, from her perspective, like we're normal. Yeah, that's not that abnormal for us, unfortunately. Like losing control of your car in the winter time is just part of the deal. It's part of the deal. I knew I was reversed. I reversed into the skid. I knew we were going to be fine, and I just, I almost got it stopped, and then the one wheel smashed into the into the side. Yep. Of the curb. Oh, that's the worst. Was it covered by snow? Of course. The worst is when the snow covers the curb and then you smack the thing hard. Yeah. And then it busts. Because then you've got a busted wheel, a busted rim, and the alignment is out of is out of. So the car's got to get realigned. And so the expense goes like through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah. It becomes way more expensive to fix it versus just having like a tire or a ding or something. It's the way. hitting telephone poles is very is very common in yeah. New England. Why all the yeah. cars look the way the cars look? I never understood that. We, I came out west. I'd come to Arizona for bowl games, or I'd come to California, or whatever. And I'd look around and be like, "How are these cars like pristine? Like Perfect. there's not a scratch on them. Nothing. The rims look nice. Like how do you guys do this?" Yeah. And then we're like, "We don't hit snowbanks like you idiots do." It's like, oh, that's right. The salt and the sand erodes the undercarriage of a vehicle. And then there's nobody sideswiping. Like you park on the street in Boston, you know your car is going to get smacked. Like it's just known. Like you're on the street and someone's going to crash into your car at least once a winter time. Someone's going to come around the corner or come and lose control of the car. And they're going to clip your car. It's just like, See, that's just what happens. I'm getting aggravated just thinking about it. Like I just, <laughs> it used to piss me off. Like it, yeah. it, when I was younger, like now I don't really, it doesn't. It's, it, we don't it have to worry is. about it here. It's beautiful. You have yeah, sports you cars and like luxury cars and, and stuff here. And I just come into your car and all that other stuff. But you're right. I just, that she caught, that cost me. Like everything you said happened to the car. Like it happened. I was like. She's like, can you drive it? I'm like, I guess. Yeah, because the car, I, you're trying to drive straight. Like I this. was driving it like that. And then I everything got out of line. Yeah. I took it in the next day oh. and I forget how much it costs. I want, I was like, I don't, Christmas is canceled. I don't yeah. even want to see you. I'm done. I told you I don't want to go out. We should have stayed home and watch a movie. I had to go see your mother. I jammed the car into the sidewalk. At least nothing got hurt. Oh, 
Okay. Awesome. <laughs> it's just the thing. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. JC from KC, I believe that's you. You just sent me your receipt. We appreciate the support. Thank you so much for doing that, for buying the meat at omahasteaks.com, taking advantage. Christmas, still can do it, or get a rush deliver it, or you guys can do it for New Year's, chance to go ahead and have your New Year's party, omahasteaks.com, half off sale going on right now, BVB, saves you 40 bucks at checkout, minimum purchase may be required, BVB. So the head of Penn National (laughs) wrote a long letter today ahead of their hearing hearings going on right now in Massachusetts about whether or not Penn National is going to get a license in Massachusetts, the contention, and there was a big op-ed in the Boston Globe yesterday, which is really rare for the Boston Globe to get involved in something like gambling. The first time I've ever seen somebody write an op-ed, but it was a scathing op-ed as to why Massachusetts, who has set their bar for what is the requirement to license somebody in the state, yep. and they went almost like bullet point, point by point, as to why Barstool Sports and David Portnoy should not be given a license through Penn National in the state. Massachusetts is going to be a cash cow for Penn. You could make the case that Penn is buying Barstool out entirely in February of 2023 because of Massachusetts going legal sports betting-wise. This letter essentially says... We don't know Dave Portnoy, really. Dave is just a marketing guy, and we do everything else as we're supposed to be doing. We said it yesterday. They're kind of dragging them through the mud, kind of making their life a living hell, but they still get a license. If public sentiment turns, do you still think that's going to happen? Where Penn gets a license? (sighs) I don't know. I've been kind of watching it, too, from a distance. I just saw that the head of the MGC, yeah, mass gaming control. Mass gaming control. She said that the feels like this is all rushed. She reiterated that she wants it slowed down. She said, "There's no reason why we're doing this. Why are we rushing? Why are we getting trying to go so fast to get this done?" Sounds like a grown up in the room. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm legitimately impressed with what they're doing. Um, and <laughs> I'm getting it. These texts right now from a couple guys that really like what Barstool does. Other people don't. Um, I don't know. Like, I thought that this was all going to be like a formality. Like, they're dragging them through the mud now. Telling them. We know. You know, we know. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you the license. We're going to make it hurt. If you fuck it up, you're done. Mm. Like, that's what it feels like to me. But I think you're right up until the spotlight. When the spotlight gets turned, if the media starts, and we just saw it in the Boston Globe, the media says, hey, this is Massachusetts. We like to keep ourselves with the uppity nose tip to the sky type of personalities. Okay? That's how we... We make examples of the low brow. This is how people in mass operate. They like to think the ones that get elected like to think that they're doing things to protect the public and that drawing a line in the sand and saying, whatever you do in Kansas, we're doing the opposite. 
Whatever you're doing in other states, we're doing the opposite. We're not going to just rubber stamp this company coming in. We're going to make it difficult. And right. we're going to say to all the other companies, when Caesars and MGM, who all three have received online licenses, right? See what Barstool just did? You do that, you're going to get the same thing. We're telling them no. We said you yes, but you better not do what they're doing because if you do, because they added something today that uh, that Caesars said yes to. They made Caesars go on the record and state they will not partner with a university in Massachusetts. They said, you need to go on the record. You will not sign a marketing deal with any university ever, ever in Massachusetts. And they said, yes. So as a contingency to them, because you know what I tell you right now, Barstool Sports and UMass Amherst are a match made in heaven. My school in Barstool, <laughs> the flagship state school at of, of Massachusetts wow. called ZooMass for a while. That is the Western Mass target. That's the biggest population center. It's 28,000 kids to go to school oh, wow. in Western really? Mass. Yep. So when I saw that, I went, oh, my wow. God, nobody's going to partner with UMass Amherst. Okay. I was like, that's pretty wild because Caesar said yes, which – by people's reaction was that was a chess move that Caesars never was going to do it anyway, but they said, yes, we will, we will. Okay. We will never partner everyone that comes before the committee now going forward has to, is say, going to, has to say the same thing that they will never partner with a university to get a license in Massachusetts. Wowza. Boston college, Boston university, Northeastern wow. UMass Amherst, UMass Boston, all the schools, that could potentially be lining up to get a sports book involved with their athletics. Nope. I mean, BC plays in the ACC. So, you know, it's a chance to get ACC schools. <laughs> nope. Can't do it. I don't know if Barcelona's getting approved today. I don't know. I, th I think they're worried. I think they're I, right to be worried. Oh, I think they're right to be worried. I definitely think they're right to be worried. Um, I, I, I traded text with shoots a little bit. Um, he's quoted in that story in the Boston Globe. He's, he's he's quoted in there. They really are. I I don't want to say doing it the right way. They're just doing the due diligence that I think a lot of states didn't do with all this stuff, because you know what's coming. I mean, like, mm -hmm. and if they're gonna be, if I mean. <laughs> If they're going to be doing this, I can't believe that Caesar said that because they never were going to partner. But Agreed. that never that is the chess move to say that's the requirement for you to do it here because they know what the rest of them are going to do. They got the lay down with with Caesar's. And now, and now you back pen into a corner saying, we already don't like you. We already don't want you here anyway. And if you say, if you won't agree to that, now we've got the out to deny the license saying you would not approve or you would not agree to not market with a college. And there's, there's your chess move. And there's your way of denying the license. <laughs> the pen says, well, no, we're not going to agree to that. We're not going to agree that we'll never partner with the university. Of no. course. Because they say in this letter, it states the acquisition, because we all know Penn is about slot machines and old people. That's been their whole target for years. Mm -hmm. That it says 
the acquiring of Barstool Sports helped to significantly lower our average age of customer and increase our 21 to 45-year-old business dramatically. Well, I tell you one thing. I wouldn't have written that. out loud. I agree. I would not have said that. I would right. have said <laughs> – 21 to 5 to 45 because the exact because what's going to happen is someone in that room is going to go well what happens when 20 year olds are seeing your license seeing all your advertisements you don't care about wait a minute you, so you tell me you're marketing to 21 well there's a lot of bleed over there is there not <laughs> yes so i i would not have written that uh, that it was I, I saw that sentence and i was like he actually wrote we are targeting 21 to 45 year olds oh boy I would not have done that. So watch that. That's going to be interesting today to see what happens in Massachusetts because that license hearing today could get really interesting in the business to see if they actually do say no to Penn going into it because that's Barstool's whole market. <laughs> and they may not be able to get a, book, get a book or a license in Massachusetts. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We will talk to you guys coming up tomorrow on the show. Like and subscribe. Follow at Boston versus the book for Dave and Matt. YouTube and Twitter don't move more to come here with BBB three and 14 warriors on the road today. Oh, it's three and 14. I thought it was two and 15. Okay. Three and 14. They are Yeah. plus five New York money line. Of course. <laughs> no, there's no way. Until further notice. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. The numbers already. Oh, it come back. Okay. Was it now? Somebody went to six. Okay. And it's bounced back, but five and a half painted. I mean, the Knicks aren't that great either. I mean, it's not like the Knicks are world beaters, but seven in a row. They've won seven. Knicks have won row. seven in a row? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they are the team to bet on them yeah. today. So Knicks money line, put that in a parlay. Yeah. You, you, you guys want to roll with that. All right. My WTF line of the day. So Memphis is six and eight on the road this year. Jeep 121 just jumped in the chat and said, thanks for the promo code. Just got some meat. Thank Beautiful. You. Thank you, Ben. Excellent. Appreciate that. That's phenomenal. That's awesome. That's great. We appreciate the support. Nine in three Denver at home. But Memphis is favored? Not anymore. Okay. It was as of 930 uh, this morning Pacific yeah. time, was it now? Pick or minus one on the bottom Denver. now. Denver. Okay. That makes more sense. I didn't understand that at all. Is that just because they knew they'd bet Denver? Yeah. Okay. You had to make sure you got the Denver money. So if you so make Memphis, Denver minus is one. Open. Is Memphis the right side? I like Memphis. Woo. Road favorites in yeah. the NBA. Yeah. Let, the, let that come up. But feels like a, you know, dead-ass square play. But Memphis is? Yeah, it feels like it, but those win too. See Jaws ejection? See what happened when, when Jaws? I did not see it. I only heard about it. I did not see it. Was it worthy of it? No, I didn't think so. He was talking to a fan. He was talking to a super fan, and he 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 made he he got technicaled up, and the woman was yelling at the. She's a Jaw super fan. She was yelling at the referee. Jaw walked over and said loudly to her, "Hey, hey, it's not your fault. These guys can't don't know how to referee something along those lines." And he got run for saying that second thing. So then he went in the locker room and he FaceTimed his dad and his dad took the FaceTime to the woman who was courtside, who was the super fan for Ja. And Ja was talking to her while he was in the locker room. It's a pretty cool moment. Wow. Yeah. So I can see that. 
We'll see what happens with Ja tonight against Memphis. But uh, this is just real quick. Way, Caesar yeah. Sportsbook has huh? an official sponsorship with LSU. Yes, we've talked about that numerous times. We've known that for years. Colorado, there's three schools. Colorado with points bet. Caesars with LSU. And there's one more that I always forget. But three colleges are partnered. So, I mean, they went and got a big one in a big, like, SEC country. Yeah, because Caesars wants Louisiana. Caesars, Caesars is Massachusetts. The license in Massachusetts for Caesars William Hill is a formality. They just want to be there. They're not going to do much business up there. They know it. I don't know, man. You're talking about physical properties in Western Mass, MGM, MGM Springfield. Okay. Physical book, physical book, Uh mobile book in the state. So they have Western Mass covered. Wynn has been there with Encore with the property in Boston. Right. And Barstool Sports and DraftKings both call Boston home. Even FanDuel's numbers. FanDuel's numbers are going to be down. FanDuel won't do much business in Mass. They'll be three or four or five. Um, Caesars will be wow. well down. Caesars will be five, six, seven. Yeah, it's a race. Win Barstool if they get a license in MGM. Those three, those are your competitors. Those are your three big ones that are going to go after it and do big numbers mm-hmm. in mass. Wow. Yeah, I'll be very, I'll be really excited to see what happens with Caesars handle and for that matter, FanDuel's handle when they when when and if they go in and how they do it. Right. Because it's just brand awareness. People in Massachusetts have been hearing Barstool, Barstool for 20 years. Right. And now Encore and Win. I mean, in Boston, that's all you going to get a load of the prices. That Man, the bookies in Boston are going to be open for business times 10. Uh-huh. 100%. They are going to be thriving. Every book, every bookie in Boston will go credit minus 105 is my prediction. Is my prediction. <sighs> They'll drop it down. They'll go, okay, they're all one, minus 110 because the European model, people in New England really haven't seen the Euro model on a large scale. They so once they, like see the Euro, once they see the Euro model and they see the prices with the Euro model, there's going to be a question as to whether or not people are going to be wanting to use a legal book. The, the one difference <clears throat> is bookies are going to be able to lay off a ton of action at those books legally until now. Get, until they until they get Shut Cut off. off, but in the beginning, they're <laughs> in the beginning they're going to be able to go and lay a ton of action off up against you know betting the other side, well, right? With cash at a cage, so not on an app. So going to the Win Sportsbook, I can't wait to watch the Win Sportsbook handle the first couple of months. It's going to be through the roof. As long as they don't do the the limit. Yeah, it'll be nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh, <laughs> every every bet will be nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Be just under the ten thousand dollar limit. If you have a line you of just like said the quiet part out yeah. loud, <laughs> there's gonna be a there's gonna be a line <laughs> of Jimmy's and Mickey's and and Johnny's and every 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 you know Italian and Irish person. The line's gonna be all out the door on a Sunday morning. At the wins, <laughs> at the wind sports book at, at Encore. It's be like, where did all these townies come from? What are they all these guys all doing? Where'd you get where'd you get nine dimes to drop that on? We may have to, we may have to listen. We may have to pay your mom rent, <laughs> but stay with your mom for like two weeks and just and go just to watch. the book every day and just watch. Because we'll no. be able to spot them after being here for as long as we have. It's Airbnb. We'll just stay in. 
bring a gun, but we'll go and stay in, in, in Saugus. We'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go can we stay in the hotel? One of the hotels, just Why stay not? there. And see, yeah. see if I can get. AB's going to be there. Alan's going to be there for like six weeks to make sure. Is he that, really? He has to stay there for like six weeks to make sure. Let's go do the this show. We'll, we'll hang out and watch. Yeah, and just just sit and watch and like. Because we'll be able to spot all the all the shady dudes, all all the grifters, all the all the like, it'd be quite the show. The book is nice. The book at Encore is nice. Did a good job with it. It's small, but like it's everything is like the Win Sports Book in Vegas, in Boston. It's the Win Property Encore, right? But in Boston, it's all just shrunk. It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like they've taken everything, right? And it just just like made, made it smaller. It looks identical, right down to the Popeye statue. That they got in Vegas and they got in Boston, oh. and the carousel. The the carousel is in yeah, Boston yeah, yeah, and in yeah. Vegas. Really, it's it's bizarre. It's really really weird. It's they have Sinatra's there, Sinatra's here. Like it's, I whenever I've gone to it, I'm like, am I home? Like, am I in Vegas? Like, what the hell is going on? This is identical. It's that really okay? It's identical, right down to the signs, the lighting, the floor, the um. It's the carpeting because they won't have the international travel there that they have here. Yes, in Boston they will. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hundred people coming from. Oh yeah, Boston's huge. I mean, that's everyone comes. Eighteen, twenty-four year olds, all these academic people, all these international people, and it's for the medical. Boston Research is the number one medical city in the world. So basically. they get a lot of European travelers. They get tons, a lot of Asian travelers. Tons they get all of, that of Asian. Stuff. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Huge Chinatown Boston's huge. Okay. Huge Chinese for vacation. No, for work. Oh, they so come they in for work. There. Okay. They'll stay, they'll stay there. Okay. That's where they get a lot of the people that come in. That's where they had to change all their prices and like they had to do every. I mean, they had a huge learning curve when they came in. It's like who their clientele was going to be. And right. They tried to get a lot of local you people. You said it's in. not in a nice area. No, it's in a horrific area. Why do international travelers go and stay there? Because they, they have a boat. Them? They have a boat. They'll take you to it. You go. You don't drive through all the hell. You take a boat straight from the wharf. Nice part of Boston, right to Encore. Free shuttle. Dun dun dun. You don't. You don't drive through any of that stuff. You don't see any of the any of the bad stuff. Oh, I have to check this out next time we go. Oh That's yeah, they, they've done it right in terms of keeping people from really knowing, except for all the people that bought the property all around it before they built it, and the property value went through the roof. <laughs> That's a whole movie you can make on that <laughs> as to who got tipped off as to where the encore was going to get built, mm. <laughs> and all the property value, all these rundown shopping malls in in housing developments. All of a sudden, became multi million dollar property opportunities for landscape for for real estate investors. Mikey Awesome said the University of Maryland and Michigan State are two. Okay, that has four Facebook sponsors. Are so now there's well. four. Okay. Wow. Yep. And they're not allowing it. Mass is. I mean, it's the number one state for colleges in America. They do not want to see. I mean, even I don't, I'm not sure they would, but they don't want to see Northwestern's partner being win. Or Harvard's partner being, you know, BetMGM. So that's just a bad idea. They don't want any part of that. But they don't need it. It's the youngest city in America. They don't need it. Right. You just, you right. just market it. They're all going to see it. You know, there's no loyalty. There's they no like fan base. already have. Right. But I mean, they all watch it. The billboards like the, are going to be 
I mean, it's crazy. You drive when you drive on 93, when you drive home from the airport, from Logan Airport to my house. By the you way, see, breaking news, DJ Hooks just slid it in the chat, but he thinks there's a chance that Hertz is, has a great chance to play Saturday. One of the offshore places just went to five. All right. So he, he did he didn't escape, didn't break it, not a collarbone, not a shoulder, nobody else. No, literally no one knows shit on this. So I, exactly. I I wouldn't bet all that at all, but you drive home 93 win in encore. That property is in sight for 25 minutes. You're staring right at it, screaming, come gamble, come gamble. So it's yeah. Mm. The kids, the kids have all seen it big way. Absolutely. Um, real quick on golf. Cause we spent so much time talking about this over the summer. Yep. yep. If you're going to look at the master's field and you look to bet the masters at some point in January, or whatever, all the live golfers are approved. They're all going in. They're all playing. Oh, after all that hand wringing and all that consternation about what if the master says the guys on the live tour can't play. (laughs) Dustin Johnson's playing. Phil Nicholson's playing. They're all playing. So (laughs) after all that nonsense, master's field will be the master's field. So in case you're curious. And then finally, why is Clayton Kershaw pitching for team USA? Why not? Why not? USA baby. Can't stay healthy. This is a bad idea. Pitch one game, maybe. Right? You sure? Yeah. Get one start, maybe. Even one start. I don't. Listen, D. Rowe is is managing the team. Yep. A lot of big name people are going in. They want to win this thing. I want to just go watch. Like these are going to be fun games. These guys are like he's picking. I mean, I like to get the feeling that like. It's one of those things that D Rowe just says, Hey, I'm managing. Do you want to come play? Yes. Well, it's time? Trout that's yeah. doing it. It's not even D Rowe. It's Trout. Trout's the captain. So Trout right. has recruited JT Realmuto, Pete Alonzo, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner, Tim Anderson, Kyle Schwarber. In years past, where guys may have said, Eh, I don't know if I need to do this. Like, this is something you can't miss. Right. I mean, it's. Listen, I mean, he's on the way out. Yes. It's fine. Like, this is on the back end of his career, obviously. But put this feather in his cap. Why not? <laughs> to go win the World Baseball Classic? Why not? They are, um, it runs March 8th to March 21st. Championship game will be in Miami. They're in Pool C. We are, Team USA. Mexico, Colombia, Canada, Great Britain. First round games taking place in Phoenix, March 11th to the 15th. Yeah. I need to go back and go there and watch a game. It's done. All right. Sorry. Are you done? I mean, everybody says it's done until it's actually done. But that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but that should like, be, that'll be fun. Like I said, I already said yes to, to all of it. Like I said, would, would you be interested in going? Yes. So, uh, I mean, we'll see, you know, that's a, that's an interesting time here. Hmm. With all the right, it's the week before, so but it's, it's Arizona with a legal illegal sports betting state too. Yeah, this won't even do a blip of radar of handle. You don't think so? No, in Arizona? No. Nope. Ooh. No. Nope. No, that time of the year, sports calendars. I mean, they're not the baseball, especially. I mean, spring training is one thing. This will be a tournament. This will be, but like this won't March be a 8th to, radar. March 8th to the 11th is the conference 
tournaments in Vegas? Right? No. The week after. So, week after, so this is weekend one of the this is weekend one of the NCAA tournament? No, that's the weekend after. So I think the tournament starts, the actual NCAA tournament starts this year, 23rd, 24th, 25th. It might be St. Patty's Day. No, St. it's Patty's 9th to the 12th. It's, it's the weekend of the conference tournaments in Vegas. Okay. Yeah, so you have, yeah, you have the Pac-12, Pac-12, Mountain West, and the Big, the big Sky and is, uh, Big Is West. here that week? Is here that week, that weekend. Right. That's that's the first. That's the weekend. That's of. that's the that's the rub. Nah, not really. I mean, I'm just just saying in terms of like we know what Vegas is going to pay attention to. Vegas is not going to pay attention to this at all, right? Or baseball classic won't have anyone's attention. There'll be a lot of college basketball fans in town. It's college basketball. Just talk in general. Yeah, that that Fair. week is so focused. Like you do so much handle on these games because it's like prep. For the tournament. For the NCAA tournament, yeah. yeah. That's what it comes down. All right, time for better to book it. Two total Tuesday. All right, this one's a little bit interesting. All right. Toronto and Tampa. So this is we, a hell of a hockey game. Today. It is. So Tampa is 4-8-1 and one to the over on the road. 4-8-1. and one So 8-4-1 to, to the under. Correct. Toronto is 11-5. To the under. To the under. Game under. First one was 4-3. Yeah. First one first one went over. Both numbers have moved against me, by the way. This is now juice to the over. Right. Um, you're betting under? Under six, yeah. I like over. So you've got a uh, Vasilevsky okay. has given up three or less in five straight games. Uh-huh. The one worry is that Murray, who's in net coming up here for Toronto, right. has been a little suspicious, but right. he's, in the last three games, he's had a shutout. He had a shutout three games against. ago. Um, he had that shutout against Montreal. Exactly. Kaka. Yeah. But still, I don't need to have a shutout today. Just need him to play well enough. Who do you like in the game? So, well, Toronto's 11-2-3 at home. It's minus 130. So, it's I, like, I like Toronto. It's, only it's minus, Tampa. Minus 129. It's, it's Tampa and it's Vasilevsky. So, it's, you know, you're going to pay a price for Vasilevsky, obviously. Murray like, shutout was like against Tampa Dallas. Over. Sorry, Murray shutout was against Dallas on the road. Oh, that's a good that's that's a hell of a win. Yeah. So he shut out Dallas. Dallas is playing really gave up four goals against Calgary, gave up two goals against the Rangers. His last time out. So Matt Murray, seven two and seven, two and two, two point four six goals against. So I need yeah. Vasilevsky to give up two. I need Murray to give up three right. max. Right. If you like Tampa to win the game. Yeah. Under six. I like over. Book okay. It. Second game, St. Louis and Seattle. This over. is a run of runs for the St. Listen. Louis. <laughs> over. Got over? Yes, over. Over. Over six goals. Paying a little more juice. Paying minus 120. It's almost, I, paid, I paid minus 105 on the under. 
last night. I'm betting yeah. minus, minus 120 on this. Yeah. Uh, Bennington played last night. Back to back for St. Louis is the one worry here, but you got Grubauer potentially in net for Seattle, who's given up 16 goals in his last five games. He's one in four straight up or his last five starts. He's been bad. 16 and five is a little over three goals a game. Mm-hmm. Total in the game is six. Mm-hmm. But it's been juiced to the under. It's six under. Minus 120 now. We're looking mm-hmm. for some serious over money at this point. Wow. Yep. Bad guys so, played this under. Both numbers went both numbers went uh went went against me here. Yeah. Minus 122 on the over to Tampa Bay in Toronto. Minus 122 to the under for St. Louis and the Kraken. Yeah. I'm on I'm on the yeah. opposite of both. Yeah, I I like I like this one. We'll bet this one. I'm on the book side of both games. Yeah. So what does that mean? Probably nothing, but that's where we are. It might mean a split. It might mean a sweep. Right. I don't think you go in two. Mm. Favorite thing about today is what? So I had to take the car in today to get looked at, oil change, all this other stuff. Mm. Pull up, and my guy who's normally there is not there. I don't see him. So I get a new guy, and it's the first thing in the morning. I get Jess to drive me down. Thank you, Jess, for doing it, you know, because I – Took time out of her busy day to get me down there, et cetera, et cetera. Had to hear about that shit, but that's a whole nother story. Get out, and the guy starts with, you know, what are you here for? I said, my light's on in the car. I'm just getting an oil change. Which one? You know, and he starts asking me, like, quizzing me questions. And it's like 7 a.m. It's just, I'm here to get an oil change. I don't know the prices. Which one? What do you mean? Where's my guy? Well, he's always oh, in the back. Perfect. Go he comes him. out. We fist bump. He got his hair colored. We BS. The oh, transaction's no. very smooth. He says, the car will be done when it's done. And it was done a little bit later, but it was fine. I leave the car dealership. My phone rings. Driving home to get home to do the show. I see the phone number. I don't recognize it, but I figured, fuck it. I'll answer it. So I say, hello. Hello. This is... Uh, I forget his name. Let's say Nathan from the car dealership that I oh, just no. left. I'm sorry. I missed you. Um, I said, okay, what's up? And he goes, um, I want to offer you 9,500 for your car. I looked it over. Uh, I looked over your records. And I want to offer you 9,500 for your car. What do you think about that? <laughs> and I go, I go, what'd you say your name was again? And he says it. And I go, so you just called me. I just left. And you offered me 9500 for my car. And I didn't ask what anybody was offering. I wasn't trying to sell my car right. today. That's typical, though. It's fine that it's typical. But I said, I said, so what do you want? I said, I don't know. Yeah. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, I hadn't planned on selling my car today. I just left. I'm driving home. I'm in a hurry. I appreciate the call. And he goes, well, okay, David. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, here he goes. He's reading. He's, you know, he's reading right from a script or whatever. He's like, okay, David, well, with your permission, I think I'm going to, I'll send you a whole proposal, an email, a quote. And everything else. And I said, okay, Nathan, 
do me a favor. With my permission, don't send me anything. When I want to come sell the car, let's sit down face to face and you right. can make an offer. You know, next time I'm at the dealership to get my car serviced, come find me. But otherwise, but it's a great sign, or at least it's a it's it's a representation of. So at the end of the year, right? Yeah. All the vehicles that they've got on their lot that are yep. new become yep. automatically a year older without ever selling it. Okay. So the 2022s are on the lot. Okay. Right now. Yeah. They got to get rid of the 2022s as fast as possible. They're trying okay. to turn things over. Right. Okay. But they have a lot of people who are coming onto the lot who look at 2022s and go, you know, I don't want to buy new. I want to buy used. The used car inventory in America is gone. It's been gone since COVID. So the dealerships have gone through this wave of trying to find vehicles to sell and dealerships have had now resorted to when you come into service, the whole reason why a dealership has a service department to begin with is to look at your car. They want to see what the car's doing, either your lease or your new car that you bought from them. And then that's where they make their money off of you. But they also track what the car is doing. So if they want to call, call you and say, okay, this car has been well taken care of. It's got decent mileage on it. Yeah. There's a, you know, the, go to the Carfax on it. It's fine. Yeah. We need this car because your car would be very popular for somebody looking for a driver around. Right. So they know they get, they know they could doll up your car really easily with new wheels, new, um, just cheap interior stuff, yeah. floor mats and whatnot. Put like yeah. a grand into the car and they'll bought it for 9,500. They'll put a grand in. They'll sell it for 1,400. 14,000. Sorry, sorry, 14,000. Sorry, 14,000. Yes. So they'll sell it for. He's frozen. I'm just learning this stuff now. He's frozen. There, I'm back. Get unfrozen. Hey, hey. hey back. Oh, yeah. you're back. Hey. There you okay. So you get a chance to go ahead. They call you, they catch you off guard. And you go, oh, it's Christmas time right before Christmas. I need some money. Huh? Hey, I could sell the car right now and make this might make 9,100 and I could go and do whatever, right? Buy whatever I got to go ahead and buy. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. So that, that, that's why they're calling you out of the blue. Just saying, hey, they know they can make this money really quick and turn it over and get your car sold. Probably by the end of the year, they could sell your car and make a profit on it before the end of the year. So it's just interesting. It's a great time to buy cars. You ever really, no one, no one buys cars at Christmas. So it's an awesome time. This week in, in particular is a What do you mean? Awesome All these week. commercials on TV with the bow over the car. So, this so big- wrong, right? Who, who does Who buys a car for someone for Christmas? It's just ridiculous. I'd love to be able to do it. But of course, like- that's why they do. That's why they market it that way. Because everyone says, oh, I'd love to be able to one day do that. It's no one right. actually does that. Nobody but, does that. No, I mean, some people do, but like, it's, you know, you know what I mean? It's crazy how few people do it, but it's about that wanting to one day be that way. Um, It's why a lot of people who are poor vote against their own rights because they want to one day be rich. (laughs) So they they go ahead and Mm. they vote vote against their actual body because they they should be voting to protect themselves, but they want to be rich one day. So they vote for certain policies for rich people. But that is unbelievable that they called you out of the blue because most likely they just flagged your car and that kid probably is somewhere in like ohio like he's not in vegas where's 725 area code that's where the, that's where the call came from let me look that's a great 725 area code it and it was just, no it's here well it's vegas okay 725, vegas area code. yeah it may have been routed through vegas but 
I mean, that's, I that's what he sounded like. He was, I want to go back down after the show and say, Hey, where's, oh. where's Nathan? You called me. I want to see what you want. You could. And then you've got them by the way. Like you have an, if they called you, you got an awesome position. Well, then I got to buy another car. Cars are so expensive right now. Are you nuts? Correct. Like, how the hell am I going to get a car? I wouldn't buy it now. Not vague, but like, that's why they're calling you. You could literally like name your price, like whatever you think you'd want in order to get a new vehicle. Like you could say, all right, I want you to give me $15,000 for the car and I'll go get a new car. Like I'll roll it into a new car. Like they'd be like, oh, like that's one way you could do it to get a lot of, to get a break. <laughs> you roll it into the, you roll it into the cost of a new car. You could drop your payment down really low and double and double what it is. So just, just something to think about. You've got a huge, them calling you means you've got them. Like they want your car. So you can negotiate off of that. I like my car. Oh, then forget it. Then walk. That's beautiful. Or again, name. Everyone's got a number. You know this. Everyone's got a number. Give them the number you need. I don't want to have to go get a new car. <laughs> this is the problem. Then there's no number then that it's not for sale. You just ignore it. Um, my favorite thing about today is because I'm a guy, I've never done girls rooms before. And so Madeline now is of the age where she now she's in her room right now. She has this idea. She wants to redo her room. So we're going to go and redo her room. We're going to got to clean the darn thing first. <laughs> right. But now she's got a new bunk bed that is, is in there. So she got a new bed in there. Right. So now she's like, can we redo the room? And I'm like, right. yes, because she spends no time in that room anyway. So I want her to, to have like a, her own personal space. It's just interesting to see, you know, you've done, done this twice and now Kendall, I'm sure are doing this now. The idea of personal space, like this is mine. Oh yeah. Is starting to attract. She's starting to get interested in that idea that like right. it's hers. Yep. So and it's yep. not expensive. It's it's like 50 bucks. You just go buy a cheap rug. You go buy an, an Ikea, whatever. Right. You know, cheap this. Cheap. So it's not expensive to do it. But like buying her, she's looking at posters to buy, to put to hang posters in her room of like people like Taylor Swift and whatnot that she wants. So that's going to be my, my project of this afternoon is to go ahead and, and do that today. So <laughs> that's going to be fun. I, 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 do you like doing that with your room? Did you like doing your room up? Because I was like, obsessed with it when I was in, I was probably 13, 14, but I had every inch of my wall covered with something sports related sports illustrated posters, Michael I, Jordan, Bo Jackson. I had none of that. Although wow. I did have on my ceiling. So we had a guy who, who had a sports store and we got all of the, um, Nike posters back in the right. day. Do you have the Jordan double ball? Yes. Oh, that's sick. My friend had that too. On the ceiling though, that's awesome. I had that's cool. all on my ceiling with like that sticky tack stuff yep. or whatever. Yep. And then, you know, like I went to Penn State and I came back and they stayed. And then one day my mother just decided it was time to take them down. Like, <laughs> and like didn't save the posters. Like they, those things would have been like if we could have put them in glass Finding those now is impossible, but there were so many, like the quarterbacks one, there was one, it was the Bo Jackson with the, with the pose, like it said, Bo knows or something like I had them all. It was the only thing I had. Um, and it's a shame you're talking, you're talking about Kendall having her own spacer. She don't even have a room. 
She, she oh, that's has, right. Well, she will when I mean well, soon, they, right? One goes. I. She may have my room. The way it's going, <laughs> I may be out. She may have my room. Who knows? I don't know. She can have whatever room she wants. She's building little forts. It's so fun. She just set up the whole couch. She took off all the cushions and built a house like of cushions and blankets and all this stuff and said, this is my house. It's one person space available. Get out. (laughs) That's great. You all get out. See you later. So she went in there and said, leave me alone. So. Have fun. So, well, this is for tomorrow, but someone painting? just wrote to what? Are you painting? Hell no. No, no, no. Okay, no, okay. No. Just okay, posters. Okay. No painting. God, no. Yeah. Um, she wants to paint an accent walls. Like, get out of here. I'm not doing that. Uh, Crutch just put in the Discord channel that he's got a a, pro, a 10 a ten day, $10 prop bet challenge. Oh, you bet $10 a day, but you the first day is $10, even money prop. You roll it over. You roll over for 10 days and it's rolled over even money odds every day, 10 to 20, 20 to 40, and so on. 40 to 80. After 10 days, it gets to $10,000. Right. Yeah. How would we do it? Is it because you got to hit 10 in a row? (laughs) But do you leave that part out? At even money. (laughs) Got to leave that part out. You got to hit 10 in a row. That's hard to do. He said that he goes, do that for in January. It'd be great show show contact in January. Oh, it's not a bad idea. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll 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 go try to find a prop ad that we like every day and see what we see what we can do. Folks, hit the like button, subscribe button. Appreciate every one of you. We count down Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before we hit the Christmas holiday break. He is Dave. I'm Matt. We will talk to you tomorrow for a Wednesday's BBB.